You're listening to Real Movies with Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. Join us on February 22nd in raising awareness about the dangers of anti-bullying day. Don't be bullied into wearing a pink like a sissy. Celebrate anti-anti-bullying day by wearing black and blue. We here at Real Movies with Real Men support grade school bullies because, let's be honest, who else is going to keep those nerds in line? <laughs> My name is Braden, and with me as always is Andy, the guy still sticking nerds' heads in toilets, our resident swirly expert. Hey, what's up, losers? And of course, the guy who's still getting stuffed in the middle school lockers, Muller. Oh, wake me up when Movember ends. <laughs> That's why we stuff them in lockers. That's why. Oh, and I just want to say all this... Uh, out of control stuff on social media about punching Nazis. Let's take a break from punching Nazis and punch, punch some a nerd. nerds. Just punch some nerds. Punch those nerds. Nerds right. are just the precursors to Nazis. So <laughs> yeah, every Hitler, Nazi was the real once Nazi. stuffed into a locker, and Hitler that's what's probably, motivated them. Hitler had to have been a huge nerd. Oh, hey, wait, he, what did you see? Those did you see that canem of the painted flowers? No, the, it's got the article that says uh, Hitler's painting of flower of a, a vase with flowers in it sells for six hundred thousand. Mm, sounds like oh, a nerd. Wow. And then Kevin Kenham comments he could have become a painter, but he took the easy road instead. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that where it's like, do you like this painting? Well, Hitler painted it, so you're a Nazi. <laughs> you, love, you love Hitler. <laughs> so, um, like this painting? Well, you won't believe it. Clickbait. Clickbait title. You you won't you won't believe number who painted number seven. The results <laughs> might surprise you. <laughs> the Sha- Shaquille O'Neal painted this picture of a toad's ass. <laughs> um, so the new Fifty Shades of Grey came out. Uh, yeah. What's it? Uh, 50, yeah, Fifty Shades of Brown or Fifty Fifty, 50, 50 Shades of Yellow? <laughs> they got, that's for the Chinese Fifty market. Shades Browner. Yeah. Um, so this this girl's texting me about this, and she's she's saying, "Oh man, this movie's so hot! It's 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 just it's the hottest movie ever." And I'm I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I uh, I, I don't really think that movie's for me." Uh, like, and, what's well, hot about like it? hot as in like did, it's really popular? Or no, she, no, 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 she no, no. She's, get, she's, she's, she's like getting in in the theater is she, she might be arrested. She's getting moist. She's uh, getting mulsed. I mean, I've never uh, seen it, but I, those movies are pretty much just porn as it is, isn't it? Yeah, pretty. It's, it's, just, it's yeah, it's just an S and M fantasy. But uh, I mean, everybody knows it's all yeah, trash. Yeah, uh, it's porn for people who are too much of a pussy to watch porn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the lady who wrote it, she wasn't it just yeah, like the, she wrote just Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, right? the author, as far as my understanding, I remember reading about it when the first movie came out. She was like some middle aged like. A uh, single lady, like 40, 50 years old, who would go on like Twilight sub forums and write erotic Twilight. <laughs> With so the that wolves kinda, and vampires. Yeah, that might speak volumes as to the quality of writing you're getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I don't think that, that I don't, I don't think that this is, I don't think this movie's for me. And she, she, well, what, what are you closed minded or something? You're not, you know, you're not, you don't sound very open minded or something. And I'm like, yeah, I pull at that Inigo Montoyo, that word, open-minded. I don't, yeah. uh, I don't think that word means what you think it means because it doesn't just mean that you just like any sort of crap that comes your way, yeah. like unadulterated. It's, uh, 
I don't know, some sort of evidence, some sort of reason to believe that this might be good. And, oh, you're just being judgmental. And it's like, like, (laughs) I I don't even know how to reply to this. Like, (laughs) well, you should just be like, well, hey, like, I I hear you like erotic film stuff. Check out this porn that I'm into and see see how open minded she is. (laughs) You should. uh, I have a really good movie that uh, you should check out called a Serbian film. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Aren't you open minded or or uh, maybe some yeah. anime that would be yeah. pretty good <laughs> yeah and it's show totally somebody who i know would not be interested in show her vulgar in any any weird movie that you reversible any classic great movies did, these are all not good movies yeah, um, yeah they're pretty grotesque. good <laughs> i know that any movie that would be good if i recommended any good movie that we've seen, she'd be like, "Oh, that's weird. Oh, that like it, it's like right, yeah, yeah, the exact type." type of to person. be fair, you are watching a lot of anime, so I'm not watching that. She much might anime. be. She might. I'm have just a watching point. a lot. Um, so, uh, <laughs> anyways, that was the first thing that I've got so much going on right here, man. Like it's been a few weeks since we started. I was stuck on this airplane. I'm writing notes furiously. I got stories and angers, and we're all buried in snow. You were all buried in oh, snow. Yes. I hear that you had a pretty tough time with the snow. How about that weather, Andy? This is getting to be a real good podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about <laughs> Well, if you live in a downtown area in the town that we live in, uh, they don't give a fuck about you. They, they, they plow like the rich neighborhoods and, of course, the priority uh, roads and whatnot. Like, I, I, I had the weekend off, and then I, on, on Monday there, I look out the window to see if I can make it into work and, like, you know, check out the roads, and it's like... Yeah, I peek through the the blinders and it's like Game of Thrones north of the wall out there. <laughs> like I see like a snow demon with glowing blue eyes. He's cutting some dude's head off and I'm just like, oh, you know, roads are rough. <laughs> I better not get out there. <laughs> not out into the wasteland. shovel through that. <laughs> um, yeah, what do we get? Like four feet? Oh, dude, at I- least... I love people talking about the weather, right? Like my dad, like I, I go over to visit his house, and he's like, "Hey, did you see? Did you see this about yeah, the weather? I'm, like, look at, look at, look, we look at this picture of us. We were outside in the snow, and look at how high it is." And it's like, Dad, I just came from the outside. Like, I know how high the snow is. Like, yeah, <laughs> like he's so I'm excited. Like, I'm not gonna go into detail about like how much I've had to shovel because who can, everyone knows what shoveling snow is like. I'm sick of seeing the all worst. these yeah. stupid pictures on Facebook of like some crappy cell phone picture of someone like pointing their their phone out the window and just like it's just a crappy picture of a snowy road or a bush it's like i don't fucking care then there's like like a million of these on face on our facebook and everybody else fucking care it's it's a snowstorm for everybody so yeah i think we got like four feet but um anyway so finally the snow subsides a little bit and i gotta go to the doctor i got i got aches and pains all over i got messed up shoulders my balls are hanging too low i got adhd i i gotta get something figured out so i i pop up there and i realize a huge problem in the world today go on so i get to the doctor the doctor's closed huge problem but that's not the problem i'm talking about today ladies you guys are the ladies and gentlemen for the listeners we don't have any gentlemen listening to this. <laughs> yeah. So we're all degenerates. <laughs> the doctor in the Walmart is closed, and then <laughs> I I think to myself, I have this flash, and this is the problem. There's this one split second where you've got nothing to do, or you're a little bored, or your plans change, and then you glance over, and there's a McDonald's in the Walmart, <laughs> and for one split second, you think. 
I should have something from there. And then it's gone. I'm at the till ordering, and I'm all, I, already am, I already don't want it. I, I'm already over the burgers. I would have been better if I had paid $3.55 for my junior chicken and cheeseburger and then just thrown them in the garbage and went to the dumpster behind the White Spot or the Red Robins or some dumb bakery and just eaten out of their dumpster. I, that would have been a net gain if I had thrown the burgers out <laughs> and just not eaten them. And, uh, and, and so this, this what happens to you like like three times a week because you eat more <laughs> McDonald's than anyone I know. Yeah, that's why they have the McDonald's in Walmart so you make those like your so knee-jerk reactions on your way out. You're like, oh, yeah. I'll get, I just bought all I'll these groceries but maybe I'll go get one burger and then you're like, oh, maybe I want two burgers and now I'm now you're at the part where you have to eat the burger too. Like I already regretted it or, five minutes before. Or I'm sick and I'm going to the doctor. Uh, doctor's clothes better get some McDonald's <laughs> to, fl- yeah. to wash this flu down. <laughs> I guess uh, maybe Good that job. would not have been his recommended uh, decision. Yeah. So I was talking. Here's your prescription for McDonald's. <laughs> Just go over there and get a Big Mac. So I'm, I'm talking to the, I'm, I'm talking to this girl about the about this this McDonald's problem, and I'm so yeah I went to go I went to go see the doctor at the Walmart, Walmart clinic and he wasn't open and she goes. I noticed that you used the word he and you assumed that the doctor was a man. Someone that said you were this go- to you? I thought yeah. this only happened on the internet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I know, this I the person at McDonald's? No, no. It was just a girl I was talking to later. I was oh, just, tell- I was just oh. tell- telling the story-, story to somebody else. And I noticed that you called this doctor a man and you just assumed he's a man. Did you immediately tell this broad to shut the <laughs> fuck up? I, I honestly, I, I thought these people that. were just a myth. I read all these stories on the internet, but I've never actually had it happen to me. Granted, we're a small little hick town or whatever, but a- anyway, it's just a myth. And I'm like, well, the reason that I'm assuming that he's a man is because his name is Dr. Schultz and he's the doctor I've been going to for like five <laughs> years. Like his, his office is just in the Walmart Wait clinic. a minute, Muller. Yeah. You mean for five years you just assumed he was a man? <laughs> <laughs> You this guy like goes to my church. I prejudice. see him around. Yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> anyways. I was like, dude, like I don't know what to say to that. It's go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what you say to that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it, yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into some movies. Uh, <laughs> get into some hate, Mister yeah, Andy, because let's get our hate my on. most. Hated movie ever of the week. Well, we, I don't think we we got to build this up a little bit more what? here. Andy, what's your most hated movie of the week? It's not a fucking. <laughs> it's not a goddamn roll. game show. We're not on the prices right here. <laughs> yeah. you couldn't guess the price of my McDonald's. No anyway, anyway, idiot. Uh, my most hated movie ever <laughs> of, of the week, week. Uh, is Spirited Away. The Woo-hoo-hoo. anime from I think two thousand one. Well, you, you maybe correct me on I, that. I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if I've seen that movie. Andy, you love <laughs> uh, what's that? What's it about? Well, here's the thing. I kind of uh, like it was super last minute, and I, com- I forgot to write out a little plot synopsis to explain what's going on. So I'm just going to read uh, right off of Wikipedia again. I know I did this last week with Rogue One, but yeah, I just completely forgot to write this part. So again, I'm just going to read the plot synopsis off Wikipedia here. Perverts assemble. Watch as a little girl adventures into a mysterious land where she's forced to work in a bathhouse. Have you ever wanted to watch a nine-year-old being forced to scrub weird creatures' bodies as they sprinkle gold on her? Well, look no further, fucko, because the world of anime's got you covered. Look, I'm not gonna... 
I'm not going to explain this movie any further because I'm not enough of a fucking pervert to try and decipher this series of imaginative nonsense. If you like this movie, you're a fucking pedophile, and I hope to God you're on some kind of government watch list. You are Holy. now. It's an oddly, it's an oddly personal description for a Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really, really weird. I don't know. Jimmy Wales, uh, I think, wrote that one himself. <laughs> Wikipedia um, man. So yeah, I kind of hate this movie, and I've been thinking about bringing it into <laughs> bringing it in for a while, despite the fact that I only watched it just this week. Only literally just just yeah. finished watching it last night. Um, how how did you watch it, Andy? Did you watch it in, in half hour set? increments as I continued <laughs> to dig out my car and try and get off of my street with the car? So that was motivation to go shovel watching half an hour. You're like, yeah, oh, I can't it, was like, this. it was like oh, I can't handle this. I better go shovel some snow. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like the thing I hate about this movie. And really, all animes, and I touched on this a little bit, we kind of glossed over just a little tangent there last episode, uh, is that I really feel like this movie and all anime uh, is a bunch of nonsense that only appeals to children and perverts. That, like, those, those are the two demographics uh, for, this, for this movie. So I'm going to quickly gloss over the first part. So again, we're just getting into the nonsense of, of animes and Spirited Away and the perversion of anime and Spirited Away. So one of the things that I've always just hated about all animes, uh, not actually, all the animes I've seen, uh, is the nonsensical storylines that I find uh, just impossible to follow like my brain just scrambles like as, as soon as as soon as you hit play for one of these movies um, um and the, like the problem i have with a lot of their stories is is so much of them revolve around uh again at least the ones that i've seen which granted i'm not watching all the animes uh they seem to have this obsession with mixing weird spiritual mumbo jumbo and and futuristic often like cyberpunk technology and it gets lost in, in, in the details for me because it's like when they start to kind of explain some of this, like some of this crazy technology or story elements or, subplot, or subplots or, or, or plot inconsistencies, plot holes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it, it, they, their explanation is always just back to the, the magic anime mumbo jumbo spiritual stuff it's like oh why can this character do this or where are they going it's like oh i don't know it was like the will of the kamuka mari fucking whatever <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any of the names but like there's always like some weird like yeah like religious like made up spiritual stuff that exists in this universe and doesn't have an actual real uh, life logic okay what the hell are you talking about I don't know anime. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. This is what I get when I watch anime. Like, like I, I got no idea what you've talked, what you're talking about right now. Well, it's like I, it's give me, weird. Give me an example of some is, of this mumbo jumbo. Weird here. stuff is happening in the in the store. Well, I'll get to some from from Spirited Away. Yeah. Um, but like, if you weird, can manage to unscramble your brain to put together one single cohesive thought, it's tough. In it this took whole me like four hour. days to watch this movie, so it's like <laughs> my brain was scrambled four times. Over. Maybe you need to see the doctor for some ADHD pills. And sure. Um, 
No, it's like there's like anime's full of like Andy Adderall. <laughs> anime's full of like creative, imaginative stuff, which I'll give it some credit for that. But it often gets like so out of hand that it's like you need something to ground you to it because we don't live in a in a world that's as crazy as these animes. And their explanation is often just like some spiritual mumbo jumbo. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a specific example because I don't watch enough anime. It's <laughs> like this is just my my gripe. With well, you watched Spirited Away, so. Well, let me get. I'm getting there. Okay, getting okay. there. Cool the fuck down, Muller. Dude, um, I haven't heard anything that made any sense so far. So well, it's, it's, it's anime. Better, I'm trying to make sense. So, I'm step trying it up to make, right now. This if is you're going to attack such a beloved yeah. genre. This is me trying to make sense of it all. But what what annoys me about this is anytime it's like you go back to the spiritual mumbo jumbo as as to explain stuff like this, it comes across like if you're having a discussion about religion and 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 whatever. I don't want to get into any of that hardcore. I don't want to debate that, but. When the discussion comes back, comes down to, well, God works in mysterious ways, or our minds can't comprehend God's logic, or the devil did it. It's like, oh, well, I was trying to get into the more philosophical points of this discussion. I guess that's over. <laughs> like, I guess, oh, that's it. Uh, and it's a showstopper. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's just like, oh, well, yeah, we were talking about philosophical stuff basically, and that just, that's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of the fucking road. And that's what I feel like when I when it gets to this spiritual mumbo jumbo in animes to explain stuff. It's like, oh, oh, it's it's yeah. It's just being it's like being slapped in the dick. It's just like you're <laughs> just left with nothing. <laughs> um, now, would you say that's just more of a preference thing for you, though? Because like for some people, that's well, fine. May, well, maybe I want I want to elaborate on that a bit with some examples. Okay. Uh, from Spirited Away, and I don't want to get too hardcore into just breaking down uh, the nitpicky of the story. Sure. That's that's okay. boring, and there's there's just too much going on in this movie. We <laughs> would be here for it would be an eight hour podcast just about Spirited Away. <laughs> this movie that was so boring so, that nothing was happening in it. Can I ask why did you pick Spirited Away as your? Well, I'll get to that, Brandon. Okay. Don't you worry. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm painting. Let's just let this I'm, guy talk. I I'm guess. I'm painting a rich. This is a monologue a rich podcast. tapestry here. You know, we'll <laughs> okay. get there. Um, so yeah, rich tapestry like, of crap. So generally, like I said, a lot of animes have this uh, complete overabundance of creativity, which can be a good thing, of course. Like you want your stories and certainly animated stories to be very creative creative but it's like if in a movie generally it's like you want it to be grounded in a way that you can relate or understand um and yeah just a few examples of things that are just like confusing while watching spirited away and yes i know i have probably missed some, de- <laughs> some, some details <laughs> we, we, we because i have never watched a movie more <laughs> so, passively <laughs> so we, we, we were me and andy were watching the last half of this i've seen this movie a ton of times um, we watched the last half hour of this and Andy's going, well, this doesn't make sense. And they never said anything like this. And I like grab the mouse. I go to another part of the movie where they literally say what he doesn't. He's like, they never explain this. And I go to the scene. It's like, they're explaining it like right there. Yeah, I'm and not going like, to get into it, but that explanation <laughs> this was, guy doesn't was have a clue. so like glossed over. It was like a one second thing that kind of didn't make that much sense, but I'm not going to get into that. Cause that would take way too much fucking explaining. It would be boring as shit. Um, so yeah, just, I'm going to go over just a few things. I'm not going to get, get into them just a few bullet points of thoughts that I had while watching this that confused me about the story, whether they explained it fully and I didn't notice, or maybe they didn't explain it at all. Um, yeah, these were just thoughts I had while watching it. So it's like, uh, humans aren't allowed here and everyone hates humans unless they have a job. I, d- I don't know why that is. Uh, lots of machinery. It's Wait, a working... Are you just going to list all yeah, these just off list- in succession? I'm just listing a bunch okay. of things and then getting... Because it, it, it branches into my next point. Okay, okay. Because um, you're already, you've already made a fatal mistake. I'm sure I have. Continue on. Um, 
so there's lots of like interesting or there's lots of machinery and it's like a very working universe this spiritual world but they have a six-armed like a furnace man who controls all the furnace with them like a magic bug it's like why it's just a furnace like you didn't need a crazy technological man or like crazy six-armed guy with magic bugs to work a furnace like just weird um so there's a mud man who gets washed erotically by a nine-year-old girl i might add and he turns into a dragon i don't I, like i don't know what's going i don't know anything about the mud people in this universe a weirdo like shadow rapist man shows up what what are the shadow <laughs> rapist men and why is everyone like afraid of them why are the paper birds attacking the dragon what are the paper birds Who's the, who's the villain in this movie? Is it the, the old lady, uh, the dragon, perhaps the shadow rapist? That's a good villain. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a weird giant baby in a pile of pillows that has an adult voice. It doesn't uh, have an adult voice. It, an, it wasn't like, a baby voice. It was like a toddler voice. Fine, a toddler voice. It yeah, I just like watched such it. an anime thing. It's, oh. it's, it's <laughs> uh, uh, babies. That's uh, a dumb point. I'm going to gloss over Dude, giant baby um, zombies ain't my neighbors. Remember, there's so a giant baby boss on that Super Nintendo When, movie. When did... when? It's why is the young boy a dragon? When did he turn into a dragon? Which is actually what they did explain that I didn't catch. Uh, <laughs> why, why is the shadow rapist so obsessed with little girls? Actually, that's a dumb point. Of course, the shadow rapist <laughs> yeah. is obsessed with the little now, why girl. Why are you so confused? <laughs> yeah, sorry, scratch that one off the list. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, what's this green food ball that she got from the dragon and why it makes the dragon healthy, but the shadow, you see where I'm going. I'm just, there's all these things that just fucking confused me. And the thing is, so you have this world that has all these creative, uh, crazy things and everything seems to like have a logic to it. Like this does this and this does this and this does this. Uh, but generally when you have like a crazy, uh, new world like that, that doesn't connect with our world, it's like, Ideally, what you want to have is a protagonist that needs all of these things explained to them so you can, so that it can be explained to the protagonist of the movie and the audience as well so they know what's going on. Now, the thing is, this movie has that protagonist, a little girl who's yeah, new to this she's universe. She's like nine years old. But nobody's explaining shit to her. All these things are just happening. And it's like, oh, oh like, I, like I'm sitting here trying to break down the logic of, of what's going on in this universe and... And, and who's the villain and, and where are the story arcs? I'm trying to understand, just have a grasp of their universe. And I don't. And neither does the little girl. And nobody explains anything to her. And all these things just kind of happen. And, and it's just accepted and, and moved on. Like she, she, she washes that one mud man and it turns into a big dragon. And it gives her like a ball of green rice or something. And then, she, and then nothing goes from that. She tries to feed the rice to pigs, but it doesn't work. <laughs> like, does, does she eat it? I, I don't think right. so. No, doesn't it heal the dragon when he's all cut it, up? it eventually heals the dragon, but yeah. it's like, I don't know how well. she knew that that would happen. There's no explanation. There's no one saying like, oh, you uh, saved the one of the dragon spirits. So couldn't you make the same argument against something like in you know Lord of the Rings and Frodo gets you know a few items from the elves and they're like, this will be relevant to you at some point, but Does you that won't happen really in the movie? know. I remember everything. Yeah, I remember being... he gets this stupid thing of light and it's like, what the fuck? What the hell am I going to do with this light thing? And then it's like, Return of the King, the Shelob spider thing it's like oh the light's useful against the spider no, but it's at, like at it was kind very, of at the very least like like they were given i, I remember that because i think it was a deleted scene uh and i remember thinking this should this this was a wasted scene i understand why it was deleted but uh <laughs> um they give them all these things and they say these things will help you in your journey you might not understand yeah, yeah. blah 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 
that doesn't happen. She just she washes a mud man who like is almost gonna kill everyone because there's this spraying mud and water everywhere and poo. So it's seemingly a threat, and then she she washes it, and then it's a dragon, and then she de- a dragon with a really scary face, by the way. Yeah, he looks awesome. <laughs> and she doesn't see it uh, like as a threat, and she's it's like oh here's this weird ball of rice or whatever the fuck it was. And he doesn't say, like, oh, use this in your time of need or something. Nothing like that. Nothing ever happens. She just does. And that's what I find confusing. It's like, well, like, I'm trying to piece all this together, and the character is just kind of piecing it so together. So basically, on her own. what you're trying to say is that you're a huge racist. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure by the end of this segment, especially when I get into my next point, I might be pegged a bit of a racist. You know what? Fuck it. I you're don't just, care. Uh, you're just, Go ahead. <laughs> Look at, my point being, I, I like all the creative stuff, and there is some cool uh, imagery. Like I said, that dragon with the scary face was cool looking. Uh, but it's like, this isn't a world that I am used to, and they don't really ground you to it. They don't, they don't take the time to explain this to the little girl, the protagonist. And thus the audience. So it's like I'm just lost in the fucking in the forest. Like I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know what? Because um, there's too much of this crazy. I think shit. that your spirited away mm-hmm. is, and this was a movie that I was going to bring in, but I think I'll just bring it in in a different way. Um, is my girl with the dragon tattoo? Maybe in that. I watch this movie and I, I'm saying I have no idea why anyone is doing anything yeah, that get, they're doing. We should, oh, we'll get man. into that. I'll, when you I'll bring it up. I, 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 I'm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something else. But um, because your your confusion in that is different from my confusion in this, but the conf- not the, not for less valid reasons or whatever. Right. The, the just, confusion is that I just cannot follow this type of logic. Yeah, so that, I like that's this that's shit. the problem I have with it and I feel like it could be combated very simply by having it's like okay you have this protagonist that is also new to this world like us and but nobody's explaining anything to her. She's just kind of stumbling upon it on her own and it's so it still doesn't make sense to me. Right, there's this idea of some unseen force, some spiritual element that's yeah. guiding her. I guess. I, yeah, I but mean, it's, it's pretty preposterous a, that there would be a spiritual element when literally the movie is about her working at a spiritual bathhouse at a, for spirits. At a bathhouse. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but they don't. No, that's a fun, that's I'm an interesting fine, idea. I'm you fine know? with it. Have it with it being with spiritual stuff. I have no problem with that. It's that there's no the spiritual stuff is very out there and it's not grounded in any way relating to how we live our lives. So I need some kind of connection or explanation or just some kind of guidance like even like the thing you talked about from lord of the rings like oh these things will help you they didn't just give them the stuff and be like here take these and they say what is this and then the character the I'm character's c- already walking away i'm certain that when you saw the non-extended version of lord of the rings that you weren't confused at all you're like yeah they're nice. going on an adventure somebody wise gave them this item yeah well probably like, it's meant to help them well lord of the rings is <laughs> it's a better movie than Spirit right but, but way, similar so. explanation it's like the girls on an the, the girl on an adventure she well, like i said i don't want i don't want yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. want to dwell too much into the, the this is exactly why i don't want to dwell into too much of the stupid little rice ball thing but it was just one thing in a list of like 10 billion other things where it's like okay i don't understand this okay i don't understand this okay i don't understand right this. i don't understand any of this and well and let me let me just goes anywhere let me, me finish my girl with the dragon tattoo point just to top it up so that movie made no sense to me and then when I talked to you about it, you're like, yeah, everything made sense. Like, I followed every minute of that movie, and I knew exactly why they were doing what they're doing. And I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I watched the whole movie. I was paying like close attention. Why they're in a library now? Like, what? Why are they here? Like, well, why are they looking at these? Like, I got no idea what's going on. And I think that you just can't get it. 
Like it's 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 because the story's told in a certain sort of artsy way well, where things are implied. Everything in that movie made sense to me. Every minute of it, I knew exactly why. I'm like, oh, she gets well, the rice ball. Probably that's to help her. There's probably a good reason for this, and this will seg- <laughs> this will segue into my next point. Go kill as, yourself. <laughs> as 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 perhaps you're right. It's like maybe this this kind of subject matter just doesn't appeal to me. So it's 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 harder for me to understand what's going on what might be easy for some other people who are into it to understand but then i start thinking well what kind of people are into this sort of thing and you can just shove this up your anus <laughs> sounds like something that yeah you would say that's the, your first thought going into it uh as an anime fan because as a little line i want to remind from the last episode that i just glossed over briefly is that i really feel like not all anime fans are perverts but all perverts are anime fans. I said that in the last episode. I stand by it completely. And the thing is, you might be thinking, well, well, who are the other people that are not perverts? The only other people that like anime that are not perverts are children. And it's only, <laughs> it's only acceptable for them because they're kids and they don't know any better. You know, like they, they, they're only like eight or nine. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is just some dumb thing they like. And they're not a pervert. They just don't understand what's going on. It's like... It's like if you've ever, if you ever have like one of your relatives or brother, sister, whoever has a toddler and you're over, you're over there at their house hanging out and the, the kid kind of grabs him, himself inappropriately and you're like, you wouldn't call the kid a pervert. You'd just be like, oh, you know, he's just, <laughs> he's just, yourself, you he's just young. He doesn't understand his feelings, his I body, mean, if, maybe if you're a Catholic, you might say that. Yeah, maybe. You put a chastity belt on your seven-year-old. But Catholics are all perverts too, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. You they must you love anime. You wouldn't look at <laughs> all, all, all Catholic priests are big anime. Are fans. big anime fans? Um, like you a lot wouldn't. Of uh, There's only a few. You wouldn't. You wouldn't look at a kid doing something like that and think, "Oh, what kind of weirdo sex pervert is this?" Much like you would think when you find out someone's watching anime or a big anime fan, you would think, "What kind of se- weirdo sex pervert is this guy? Like, what's going on?" Like, so the reason I think that is like every every anime that I watch, whether it's like ten minutes or whatever, like whether it's the overall arcing story or just little subtle undertones or just shots in it. Um, there's always like these weird perverted undertones ingrained in every like shot and character arc. Again, I don't want to get into the depths of the story because there's so much going on in this movie that it would take a while. But again, I watched this movie very passively. I was on my phone the whole time, but I was on my phone taking notes about just little like perverted imagery I saw <laughs> while watching it. And like, I think most of my notes are just from the first five minutes of the movie. Like it, it didn't, it didn't take long. Isn't the first five minutes just them driving? Cause they're moving. Yeah. It's them driving as the little girl is in the back of the car. Yeah. She's looking kind out the window, going grip, to a new home, gripping the flowers with her arms and legs, like borderline humping the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> it was really I weird. Remember that immediately. <laughs> immediately. I was like, wow, already. <laughs> And then the girl walks through the little the building, and the building is blowing on her. And then she goes to mom's, like the 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 building, it's moaning on me. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is like five minutes into the movie, I'm like oh boy. Uh, this is another thing I noticed in this movie, and I've noticed it in other animes, but it really really dawned on me while watching this. Anytime you ever notice how characters eat 
in animes. Like they're they, always like gobbling. They're like always a lot like of gobbling, foods. or it's like they they don't put the food directly into their mouth. They like put it onto their lips and then like suckle <laughs> it into their mouth, and it's like the most vile. Like like ah, oh, what is yeah, like, going? Are you like, referring to her parents like eating a bunch of food where they're before turning into they pigs? become the pigs? Because I would right, but I think they're, they're like pigs. kind of they're being gluttonous. foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was still like just upon like before he's like blah 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 the goblin like shoveling the food back even when he just takes like one little bite i've just i've noticed this <laughs> other animes as well they don't put the food directly into the mouth they put it on their lips and kind of like massage it into their mouth with their lips and it's fucking weird it just it's really off-putting um holy crap well i mean and then overall if i actually do want to get into an overall detail it's like i think if you're gonna have a movie about a little girl uh, in a mysterious, like imaginative uh, spirit spirit land, maybe you should avoid doing it in a bathhouse. Like of all the places, I want to watch a movie about a little girl. I don't want to see her adventures working in a fucking bathhouse. <laughs> you know, like the, you might as well have her in a whorehouse too. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, no, it's an interesting idea. Where do the spirits go to take a vacation? Yeah, how do they wash their genitals? Do they get the little girl who's short <laughs> enough to get under there? Yeah, I I, I want to know those details. That sounds great. <laughs> I, I find this okay. So what I find I can tell you love it. Yeah, I will, what, I, what I find about it. what I find really interesting here. So we were having some conversations about uh, Evil Dead. We were having some conversations about the Doom game. And one thing that you said that it was what I loved about this is you've got this kind of spiritual realm like mm-hmm. hell or uh, yeah, the demons from hell in Evil Dead or in, or in Doom, and uh, they you come, but then you're just punching them in the liver and like fist fighting. Sure. These demons, right? Sure. And there's a there's something about the, that combination that you're co- combining the spiritual thing with this very human, physical, brutal thing, like having a fist fight with it. There's something very interesting about that. Yeah. And I would and I would bring that to say it's like it's a funny idea to think that a spirit needs to take a bath. Totally like, with I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, like like that's However, interesting. I don't want to see the spirits being washed by a nine year old girl because I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> If you're a pedophile, uh, yeah, this this might be right for you. You don't want to see the demons get punched in the liver by a 12-year-old girl, 9-year-old um, girl? I feel like I don't need to go on any further with examples <laughs> of perversion from Spirited Away. That that probably... Uh, I mean, those are pretty funny. If you have a few more, I'd... I'd uh, well, let's... Uh, they hold they, on, they hold sounded on. pretty no, hilarious. Let's, um, let's see what we got here. I don't know. I think that Andy is probably a closet ultra-conservative, and he... You know how conservatives are always calling out perverts, and but then they end up being some big pervert in the news? Like... That's always the story. So the more you are calling out perverts here, the more I'm thinking that you're well, you, secretly I, some I, closet child pornographer guy. I don't really get into politics, but like I gear toward chaos. Like the crazier things are, the, the meaner people are toward each other, the funnier people are toward each other. I find all of that entertaining. I'm all for it. I'm all for people embracing that. But anime fans don't embrace that. They try and it's like, oh, no, Spirit Away is this this great uh, masterpiece. Oh, it's, it's, it's this great dramatic story, blah, 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 blah. And they always ignore all the the perverted like they 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 pretend like the perverted stuff isn't there and it's all on me. It's like no, like look if you're <laughs> into this perverted shit, just embrace it. You know, like I'm not ashamed of to be a person who like watches pornography or whatever. Just embrace it. <laughs> just just don't try and hide it and pretend like you're not watching a little movie where. A, a movie where a little girl is getting food forced into her mouth by a guy who later turns into a dragon and then starts <laughs> caressing like her upper thigh while he's doing it <laughs> pretty close to her crotch. All things that happen in Spirited Away. Uh, 
Nah, that was no good. I I I I feel like I'm leaning towards like my ex because I, I mean obviously I did I detect that when I watch that, but I've always seen it as and you love it. Yeah, I love you it. Love um, it. I've always, I've always seen that ah. as they're taking like vulnerable risks, like with emotions, like they're yeah, trying, like a rapist. Yeah, <laughs> try, <laughs> like they're they're always, they're always trying to address things that, as an adult, would make you a, a little bit uncomfortable to explore in yourself that you have vulnerable emotions, like you, like just like how you'd never cry in front of a man or something like that, right? So how if does you, this relate to the, the the dragon man caressing the little girl's thighs? I don't remember that, so <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but like like later on in the movie, we were uh, we were watching. Uh, I think there's she's having this flashback of her drowning in a river, right? At oh the very yeah, end, and the dragon, and the dragon dr- saves naked it. drowning in a river. <laughs> right, right, but it's—I mean—it's not like you're seeing nudity; like it's just in, implied. <laughs> and there, there's, there's kind of this artistic. It's still Im- an implied, like naked, like nine-year-old girl you're watching. The point is, a dragon. The point though. is that riding a dragon. By the way, <laughs> the point is that it's not sexualized. Like nudity is not inherently sexual. Uh, Man, you're just making me sound like a crazy no, person because no, I. But when, <laughs> but when she, but when she's humping a dragon, it gets a little bit. Humping there. a dragon, she's riding a dragon. Lots of people ride dragons. Yeah, and you you don't see how that could maybe have some weird perverted undertone if she's got like her arms and. I mean, and, a dragon is like a met- wrapped around a dragon in, while it, naked, floating through a river. In Japanese culture, dragons are rivers. Uh huh. Like every river. And when a naked man comes up and humps the river, you don't consider well, people him a swim pervert? naked all the time. So rivers breathe fire. Then that no, make the, any sense. the point. Have, have you <laughs> noticed how Japanese dragons kind of look different than like medieval dragons with the giant wings? You it's, notice how they kind of curve around like a river. They do look like you a know weird... how none. Of, I don't know. They all none of them are real. So that's how <laughs> that's how the myths go. That there's some dragon that fell and it turned into yeah, a river so or something. Like that's ancient Japanese how does that myth. Work? Dude, don't ask me about how like 12th century <laughs> Japanese people explain this. I'm just telling you about the cut. Like, if like, only you had, <laughs> if only you had other characters with you, kind of explaining these things that do know about yeah. it along. Yeah, but way, it wasn't it made for you. Sense. It's made for people who live in Japan who understand that. Like, that's like just openly explaining. You don't it's live like, in Japan. Why like, do you like? You're it watching then? the latest Ashton Kutcher movie, uh, Friends with Benefits, or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, for all you Japanese people out there, Americans like to sleep around a lot." Just so you know that about our culture it's like no they don't need to explain it like because they just know look look i just i i see all of this i see all of these weirdo uh perverted examples sorry the point the point that i'm making is is like i think that often i think and definitely in Miyazaki's case who is the creative director for um spirited away mm-hmm. is Probably that <laughs> is that he is usually I definitely see an element where, as an adult, you're trying to bring out a child in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not... <laughs> oh, my God. What, what, kind, of chi- what kind of childhood did you have where, like, like weird, like, dragon boys are caressing your, your like, close to your crotch? Is that Dude, what happened I your still don't... You're going to have to pick another example because I don't remember that example. So unless you're going to show me or something, then... Well, it's, talk- it's not like an example of, like, this big story element. It's just a visual that happens in the movie that it's like, eh, it's a little uncomfortable as as someone who's not a pedophile this is uncomfortable for me to right but i I don't know like like just say the river thing it's like you got a kid swimming in the river it's like Mm -hmm. is that so weird like i'm just visiting my nephews and nieces and they're running around naked and it's like kind of weird and it's like oh man like again it's it's not 
it's the shot because I remember the shot because we just watched it last night. It was yeah. within that half an hour. Uh, it's like a close up of her face, all like wide eyed and, and crazy about the universe. It uh, and crazy about because she's having like a realization that yeah. the dragon is actually the one who rescued her yeah, from that I'm, river. I'm, I'm actually like I'm fine with the logic of the store of the story element of what exactly what you're talking about. I'm, this is more me just saying the shot is really like perverse you know not i shouldn't say really perverse but there's like this perverse undertone. well you should stick with your perverse story here i'm just i'm telling the other side of the story i've never left it yeah well you're telling the you other, sounded you, like you were you're telling the other side from the words of a pervert yeah yeah you're letting us you're letting us see how the perverts feel about I, this it's I good think, to have this insight uh, going into i this. think that there's a suspension of perversion when you watch this uh, <laughs> where you're why where you're accepting like vulnerable ideas that are mm-hmm I bet you're way. Dude, I, I don't even know how to articulate <laughs> this, but <laughs> um, I continue on. So I'll, I'll go come up with something in like ten minutes. So I want to get into some perf- sweating. I want to get into some some perfect examples of the kind of people <laughs> uh, you find into uh, anime things. Um, so upon I, I downloaded this movie because fuck if I was going to pay for it. I was like, I don't want, I don't want my, you know, my credit card info attached to some weird child pornography like child porn stuff. <laughs> I can only imagine if I'm probably already on a bunch of watch lists because of some of the things I say, I don't want to be on that watch list. Um, so I, so if anyone is ever, uh, an, uh, immoral, uh, awful person like i am uh you're okay with downloading things i mean I, whatever i don't give a fuck uh <laughs> and if you're familiar with that so when you download a torrent uh file or whatever there's often a folder that the movie file comes in and it often has a bunch of other junk like sometimes subtitles sometimes like a sample clip or whatever sometimes there's a little notepad that, that has some information about the about the torrenter who uploaded it. Cause like, I don't know if they make money off it or if they just pride themselves on it or whatever, just like a little, almost like a business card in a notepad of mm-hmm. about the torrenter immediately opening this notepad file. There's like some like weird, like kind of sexy lady with huge breasts typed out in text. Like it's gigantic. And it's just <laughs> like, and I kind of chuckled. I was like, okay, I'm, I, you know, I'm going into this movie with the idea that it's going to be a, a, a perverse, uh, <laughs> erotic, weird, story that i can't get into immediately before i even watched the movie it's like there's this text of like the notepad for the torrenter is like a text of like some sexy lady so i thought oh, that's kind of funny so i see on there he has the link to his profile on the torrent website the place where you go to download these and you can see all of the other things uh that he has has uploaded for other people to download so these are the things that this guy wanted to share with the universe so i, I have a little list I've given to Braden. Do you want to read off some of the circle okay. titles? These are other things that the person who uploaded Spirited Away to be downloaded. These are the other movies that he's okay. uh, uploading to sharing for the for the world. Let's look. Start, get, get from, start from the top. <laughs> oh, <holy laughs> start, start from the top. Okay. Uh, Pigtail Blondine gets cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Teen takes dick in the pussy. <laughs> Uh, Street Suckers 16. Uh, Jessica Ivy gaping wide. <laughs> Butt Sex Cuties 2. That one might be my favorite. That's Butt a fucking sex. hilarious. Butt Sex Cuties 2. How would they ever top this the first one? <laughs> Butt Sex Cuties 32. Uh, black Tits Cry for Two Cocks. 
Uh, come louder, Bridget B's bubbles seventeen. <laughs> I think those are all the ones they circled. But I don't know any other any other that tickle your fancy. Uh, yeah, this one looks funny. Female fake taxi. <laughs> fake taxi. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good anime. Uh, and then I think these are all animes. I have no idea. And then idea. there's uh, daughter swap sixteen. I don't think that. It, <laughs> I, what was that one? Black tits to. Black tits cry for two cops. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever made an anime about a black person, so I, that's probably live action. Muller, I see on here they have the the. Have you ever seen the sequel to Spirited Away? Because he uploaded here, it has a different title. It's called uh, Teenage Anal Princess Five. <laughs> that's the fifth in the series. I guess she becomes a princess in this universe eventually. <laughs> yeah. Great example of the kind of Holy people that, that want to share animes with you. What other things do they want to share with you? <laughs> Isn't that nice? More animes. Yeah, all these other <laughs> animes. You got to check out these great animes. Um, do you? How, where are you here? Uh, I, I I got one other thing okay. I want to go through, unless you feel we're running out of no, time. No, no. Uh, some more examples. Uh, maybe you're thinking like, what kind of what kind of video games are? Are anime fans into so I scrolled through like the best of on on Steam uh, the the digital distribution store for video games scrolled through a list of popular animes and first on the list it's a new one and it's it's anime fans are just going crazy for right now this is this is I'm not even fucking making this up this is an actual game you can find on Steam go type it in uh, Panty Party. <laughs> Uh, a game where you play as a pair of panties uh, battling other pairs of panties. This is this is a real. Like, do you uh, try to get worn in the game, or do you just battle them like it's Tekken? I I hit just, the back button immediately. You just panty mash. I was, I was the, like, I don't the want button. the cops breaking through my door. <laughs> uh, another another great one, uh, Love Ribbon. Uh, doesn't sound too crazy from the title, right? Love Ribbon, but it's an erotic lesbian visual novel about forbidden love between two sisters. Oh, those are just uh, commonplace. <laughs> just commonplace. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, <laughs> those were my two favorites. Yeah, but- one time um, when I was in high school, there's, there's this, this like nerd chick that I knew, and she was Twitch streaming. So I tuned in at like three in the morning, and she was just playing one of these like weird erotic mm-hmm. like anime games. And they're just like comic strips. Yeah, they're, I've, I've seen And you'll them. just like, you'll have a dialogue tree. Like, there's not even a part where you walk around or something. Like, it's all just dialogue Yeah, like, trees. I think you're just hitting the A button as text goes by, and there's like a, always just a still image of, yeah, like, of and like then the two still- big breasted teenage looking girls. Yeah, no, like, there was like nudity in it and like yeah. sex and stuff. And I was like, and I like, I like, t- and I was like, hey, nice Twitch. Stream and she's like, oh my gosh! Like this guy from my high school is watching me, <laughs> and I was, I tuned out right away. <laughs> yeah, like that, there's, just <laughs> there, there's just a whole shitload. If you go on Steam and just hit the anime tag, and when you're searching for games, like you can find a ton of these games. They're all ba- like, as far as my understanding, they all look exactly this. I've never played a second of one, but like, they all look exactly the same. Of yeah, just a still image of some like. Uh, they look like little girls because they got the big anime eyes and they're probably dressed like a schoolgirl with like huge breasts and it's really sexualized and it's like, oh God, like this is, <laughs> this is weird. Go back to my regular yeah, pornography. I don't, I don't know Thank what is like, much. like, is the schoolgirl thing just because like these are all made for teenage boys or like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Schoolgirls are all, it's like a fetish. Like, like, yeah, but like, I've the, never, I've never really, I never yeah, understood I it. As but a the high school, school is like a huge, it it's a huge trope in 
There's always like every anime takes place in a high school. Like because they're all perverts, man. That's why it's a huge <laughs> anime trip. That's what I'm yeah. getting at here. Sailor Moon, man. <laughs> um, so perverts love anime. That's what you've been saying. Do perverts love anime fans? What? what the hell well, they love anime. Yeah, because they, they love the, the other anime. They love fans the young children, ones. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but anime children, fans so. are these old perverts. Old dudes. Well, the their... other anime fans are children, so, so I, I, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> Perverts probably love. Other do they anime love each fans. other? Um, Look, I, I see these things. I see, you know, the other movies this guy this this guy has uploaded. I see all these games on Steam that are wildly popular, and I think like these fucking perverts. They see a movie. They hear about a movie about a tiny little girl working in a bathhouse, and they're just like, <laughs> Yeah, what's What's going on here? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get this one going. Like that, that's that's. And he's rubbing I, his thigh right yeah. now. I'm getting, like in, getting, getting into the anime. I'm getting into the, getting into the anime character here for that. You know, character so actor. Let's here. talk a little bit more about what perverts love. Okay. I think we could do some brainstorming here. My first idea is I think girl perverts really love girls who have hairs on their chins. That's a. Do they? Yeah. That's a real and girls well, with armpit hair. Look, let's That's let's real. you know let's not let's not pigeonhole perverts here. Like, there's a broad spectrum. Like, perverts love feet. I've never understood that one either. They like fat yeah, broads love the children. Like, maybe I'm sure there are perverts that are into hair on on John Chins. I'm sure that's a thing. But yeah, or hairy children. Don't be like, oh, there's no there's no girls with the uh, hair on their chin and spirited away. That's what perverts love. Nah, perverts love any anything they can fuck. Perverts love <laughs> uh, Nickelback. I'm sure they do. I guess. Probably. I you know what perverts definitely love? McDonald's. <laughs> perverts love movies that are based on a true story. Do they now? Yes. So let's get into our ad read before my next segment. All right. What do I got here? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. We got another. Man, we, I think we've been pretty lucky, actually, that we have not even had to use the same sponsor a single time. We've had so many sponsors flooding in for the show. Flooding in and we flooding are, out. <laughs> flooding in and flooding out. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not... Uh, no more comments on yeah. that. <laughs> so uh, uh, today we have an ad... This is an add-on for Tinder uh, for all of you uh, perverts out there. For all you perverts online dating out there. Yeah, uh, so this is your Tinder blind date protection. So this is actually... Uh, an app that helps you with your offline dating as well. So we're trying to, what they're trying to do is kind of bring the online to the offline. You know, how you used to get set up is somebody would matchmake you, right? They'd, mm -hmm. uh, your friends would try to set you up with a date or a blind date, and then you'd go on the blind date. I got set up on a blind date once, and I never did again because I realized that that was just for desperate people, and I thought it would just be funny. Um, so, <laughs> uh, But the problem is that they don't know what you like, right? You could like hairs on chins or mm -hmm. feet or... Uh, Anime. You could like knobby yeah. knees or flat butts. I don't know. So what this app does, this is your Tinder blind date protection so it's an add-on for tinder it records your tinder screen for five minutes while you're swiping so you swipe to the left for no that girl's not attractive you swipe for the right yeah i like that girl it sends the five minute video to your friends so they can watch it and then they can see what you like or you they you don't like so they can set you up on a date with a friend who's like that so if you have like girls with hairy backs and your friend is thinking well i got this girl with not a hairy back and a girl with a hairy back who should i set muller up with yeah now she now they know 
It's a brilliant add-on. Uh, it comes as part of your Tinder Plus subscription if you uh, subscribe to that. Yeah, so. it's like Muller's into anime, and I, you know, I have like a twelve-year-old cousin. Maybe, maybe I should <laughs> hook him up with her. I think that's the kind of thing he's probably into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's get to some. There goes another here. sponsor. Well, I got this. I got this, uh, I got this pet gerbil. I should send him up with Muller. Yeah. <laughs> he's been swiping at all those gerbils. Notice, uh, an, notice Muller's been watching a lot of animes lately. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just talking about putting a video camera in my room to watch what I'm doing all the time. They can't. How am I going to swipe swipe to an anime? Now, maybe, maybe that's what we should get them to add on is uh, they just start putting gerbils and animes in as the women you can swipe to. And it's a subtle way you can let people know. Yeah. Give me some anime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pervert. <laughs> okay. So my most hated movie ever of the week is this sentence. <laughs> Classic uh -oh. Muller. Here we go. <laughs> But it's based on a true story. With those afflictions, too? With those okay. afflictions. Aff afflictions? Inflections. The inflections? Yes. What's an affliction? Inflection. That's like when you inflection. have uh, an anime Affliction. <laughs> 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 yeah, those are it. like really cool shirts that people wear. Yeah. Most of you guys wear. Yeah. So, only the coolest of dudes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a problem with movies necessarily that happen to be based by a true story mm -hmm. right schindler's list i got no problem Sounds with like that movie game. you know mm. it's probably better that that movie was based on a real event but well it's, it's definitely puts more emotional weight behind that movie yeah but it but it's it's these it's these movies that are it, it, it has the tag right it has to have that tag based on a true story yeah it's like or, a selling point yeah it's it's the selling point and there's a clear dichotomy i'm sure that schindler's list didn't say based on a true story <laughs> in case you haven't heard of the holocaust uh yeah. this movie it's about a true story uh let us tell you what that is so here's what happened in the holocaust okay okay let's let's get you guys up okay yeah. so but these based on a true story movies, they're the worst. They're usually, it's always about some boring thing like an oil tanker or some mom who finds hope in a retarded, underprivileged leopard child or some accountant <laughs> who is a climber and he gets stranded in the Alps and he has to use his ice axe as toilet paper or some dumb... I, it's always it's always boring. It's always some inspirational story of, some, of man conquering nothing and... Nothing ever exciting ever happens in these movies. It's always yeah, it's this character study, and the character that they're studying is always inherently uninteresting. It what what is so interesting about a guy with no arms? I got no idea. So are you sure you're not just watching the really boring ones? I they're, they're all really, really boring. boring. You can't not watch a really boring one. I mean, because hey. because I'm I'm half with you on this problem because I I tend to have an a general lack of interest award based on true story movies, but I think it might be for different reasons than you. So I'll, I'll continue. Well, maybe you'd I, like to see a I'm guy chew his arm off for two hours. Uh, you <laughs> finally can. And it's as boring as it sounds. Do you want to watch Tom Hanks get kidnapped by pirates who have AIDS? You can watch it too. You know, it's funny to, to your, <laughs> to your point there, not to interrupt, but the first movie you're talking about 127 hours. I do remember thinking, cause I saw that movie. I remember thinking while watching it, I was just like, yeah, this is actually a very interesting story, but 
I'm more interested in the actual story than the movie itself. Like just reading like, yeah, you know, maybe 10 about, paragraphs about what reading happened. Reading a Wikipedia article about what happened. It, that was more, it's an interesting story, but yeah, it's like a movie. I don't really care to see a, a movie and, about that. And, yeah, and you don't like James Franco. And I really, yeah. <laughs> and I was ta- when I said Franco. this, that's what I was talking about. I don't want to see a movie about this. <laughs> so you you try to point this stuff out oh it's just really boring and 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 people just say but it's based on a true story and in worst of all is inspired by a true story inspired oh. by true events <laughs> inspired by yeah. true the other day i was in a almost in a car accident and it gave me uh inspiration to write a story about a gorilla who has po- a polygamist <laughs> like like it it means absolutely, absolutely. nothing it's inspired by true events means absolutely, it, <laughs> absolutely. and i know brain you're going to be more oh. familiar with that in horror movies because that's oh man <laughs> Dude, brutal. what's the worst um well there's like I can already think of one that's the worst, but I don't it's know not Blair Witch. <laughs> no, well, okay. The Amityville Horror was based on a. Is the original story. movie good? Um, I haven't seen the original. Oh, I know what Andy's gonna say. And um, it was in it was like that that family existed and all that, but it's like um, there's been I don't know how many movies like that are made like copycatted that exact formula and they right. they basically they're like, oh yeah inspired by true events and it's like they're just ripping off the amityville horror story mm-hmm. over and over because the one i always think yeah. of uh is the, the the texas, texas chainsaw, chainsaw massacre because oh, it's based yeah. it's yeah. based on ed gain the I serial got the validation killer. back in high school i did a, i had in law class i had to do a little report about a serial killer or something something like that i don't remember and i did one on ed gain and like yeah so ed gain the guy that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on was like because yeah you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre he's like this crazy almost he's cutting off people's almost faces. muscly dude running around with a chainsaw like oh, capturing yeah. teenagers and whatever and like putting them on lifting them up and putting them on like meat hooks and stuff it's like the real Ed Gain was like this timid scrawny little farmer and I think he only killed like two people and when he was arrested like all the all the prison guards said like yeah it's like he was just super kind and super timid and he was more just twisted because his mom was like crazy and then his mom died and he was left with no one and then he dug up immediately a movie movie that i don't ever want to see some some guy who just gets abused by his mom and then kills one or two people oh so you're saying like an actual based on an actual actually like the real actually could be interesting no it sucks it's, it it's super boring. You want to watch that for two hours? Just some guy get abused well, for like a few two, hours, and then know, he man. ends up killing Psycho's somebody. Psycho's kind of like not that. Not necessarily two hours, but it's like yeah. So so let's take this as an example. It's like you have a serial killer. It's like the way his mind and exploring his his psyche. It's like that's interesting. Kind of explain the dark side. Maybe it's like a Dexter kind of thing. I guess whatever, Dexter like, sucked, though. Fuck Dexter. You love that show. You I, talk I, about I watched, how much you... I watched the first four seasons, and then I remember like the, wait. Dexter Jexter got his own TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the bartender cafe the owner fifties diner yeah. from from Star Wars, uh, Star Wars episode, episode two. two. Um, Can't go a sh- an episode without ripping on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> ripping on Dexter Jetster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so. I I think like if you actually had a based on a true story about Ed Gain and kind of exploring his early life and and yeah, just his psyche, his mindset, and like what what led to take what could have been a normal human being and and breaking them down into this this fucking monster ish um that could be interesting why is that in- uninteresting to well you? it could once but this is the key thing but it's based on a true story but it really only could be interesting 
and it's probably sure, not. It's going not to inherently be. interesting. I can definitely envision a movie that might be really good. I'd love to see, uh, you know, the adventures of Ed Gain. He <laughs> <laughs> goes goes around just being just a psychopath, digging and, up corpses. And yeah, just doing weird stuff and wearing panties made out of. Uh, Vaginas sounds like an anime <laughs> fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna oh, say yeah. thought you were gonna say the panty game on Steam or something like that. He's just um, playing panty party and then he goes and digs <laughs> up some graves. What, once again, I think that there is something interesting. Yeah, that could come out of there. And none of these directors doing a based on a true story is ever gonna make that interesting movie. It's always gonna be uh, yeah, either an over sensationalized version of it. Not that I'm totally against over sensationalized movies because with the Wolf on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't well, even know Wolf of Wall Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you got the Wolf on Wall Street. He's going around <laughs> <laughs> cruising the streets of New York, you know, grabbing bankers and ripping them up. Well, so you're like the problem. I, the like, where I find a little uh, uninterested and in, in based on a true story is what you're touching on a little bit here is I actually don't really care for the over dramatization, if that's a word. Dramatization. Um, like a movie I actually do like from a director I absolutely love, uh, The Social Network. It was just like, yeah, you watch that Boring. movie. I'm not going to defend it. I remember, I remember, I remember really liking the movie, but I do remember Fincher thinking like, like all of Finch all of this feels lead. like really over like just overly dramatic. Like they're they're yelling at each other. The founder of Netflix is like this Napster. Na- so yeah, na- na- sorry, <laughs> sorry Netflix. Uh, Napster. Of yeah, yeah, it's like the head awesome. of Napster. He's like going around <laughs> sleeping with college chicks, and then yeah, you read, yeah, this you read nerd. Up, you read up about him after, and and the, I, he was just getting beaten up. The there whole was time. a quote. There was a quote from that guy, and he's like, "I really, he's like, I really would like to think that my yeah. life was just going around like sleeping with college chicks, but it's kind of a little out Does there." Does he yet. like fist fight Metallica in the movie too? <laughs> yeah, it's like stuff like where it's just like, yeah, I can tell this isn't how this happened, and yeah. that's where it loses my interest because it's like now you've you have this thing, especially social network. Everyone knows about Facebook nowadays. It's highly ingrained. It's like you're telling that story, but I can tell it wasn't as wild as this, and that that where where immediately I can tell it's like, well, I can tell it wasn't this wild. It takes yeah. me out of the movie because now right. I'm thinking that while watching the movie. So, Wolf of Wall Street, right? Yeah. Movie I love. Great movie. I, I don't even think, does it say based on a true story on the cover or anything? I have no idea. He definitely didn't use that as he a crutch. He didn't use it as a big selling point, right? Yeah, yeah. not as a crutch. There yes. you go. So, it's it works because that guy is interesting. It is an interesting story to hear about a guy, this larger-than-life figure, mm-hmm. Jordan Bell. Fort Belfont, Belfont, I think. Think Belfont. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I've never seen. You know, it. he's going around. He's <laughs> Belfont. He's the ship and the aquatic. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Sure it <laughs> yeah, so it's it's actually about something interesting, and the guy is like like he's fascinating to watch. Not like boring old Ed Gain. Yeah, not like, normal office worker Ed Gain. I, but but schlubbing you, around, but, but, making ends meet. <laughs> Digging up vaginas. But I will make the argument there. It's If you imagine what Ed Gein's life was probably like, it was probably a guy... Well, who, he was a farmer. Yeah, who spends his life farming. He sits there being abused by his mom, and then he thinks bad things. <laughs> How? And, and, and then at the very end, he kills a person or two. And it's like, 
that is not that interesting. You think of well, Jordan. Well, it's not that interesting if you paint it that bland, but it's like a certain. That's how bland it is because people's lives are that bland. Okay, 90%... So I, I thought you were trying to argue that it couldn't be. Like, eight, okay. eight to 12 hours of your day is just working and eight hours of it is sleeping. And then you spend like two hours making dinner. And then you have like an hour or two to play some video games and maybe write this stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. And, like there's not that much interesting going on. And you want to... Don't forget, take uh, about three or four naps. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- their lives are not that interesting, and most of the people who are the focus point of these movies aren't that interesting. So if I imagine Rogue One, for example, as a based on a true story, <laughs> because within the Star Wars universe, they're like, oh, well, there's this story we haven't told yet. It's how they got the Death Star plans. Yeah, it's a story that doesn't need to be told. It's a, it doesn't. It's boring. It doesn't need to be told. And just because somebody did one or two interesting things doesn't make their personality interesting. Yeah, I feel like, though, a lot of this could be chalked up to just directors. Because, uh, I, again, I don't watch a lot of basic well, I feel like movie you, you're can probably chalk up to a that's crappy what I'm saying. director. It's like, but, but this is my, my argument is here that it's like, I don't feel like it's objectively the fault of it being based on a true story. Well, like I said, Wolf of Wall Street's fine. Sure, Schindler's sure, sure. List is fine. I think we're probably on the same page. Yeah, it's, it's that tagline. And the tagline to me. If if you if if the tagline is a hashtag, it mm-hmm. says this movie's gonna suck. Yeah. And so, I want to ask you, what mm-hmm. do you think is the very worst offender of the based on a true story movies? Like a specific example. It's a specific movie that came out in the last few years, oh, and fuck. it is the by far the worst offender ever. And so I'll give you a hint if you if you can't think of it. I yet. can't. It's a movie that they actually made. Not only did it, was it based on a true story, but they made the movie out of a true story. And meaning to say that they filmed this movie as it was happening. Oh, you're talking about Boyhood. I am talking. I am <laughs> talking about Boyhood. But they didn't use the tag based on a true story. Did no, they, they they got a bit clever with that tag, and they came up with a new tag. Okay, I think I, I think I might have heard it, but I can't quite remember. The the tag is. But it took 12 years yeah, to make. They so they they kind of evolved that, and that's probably how they were able to. Uh, yeah, they, they subverted be. the trope a little bit, but holy cow, do you? <laughs> it, it doesn't doesn't get worse worse than Boyhood. They said, let's take the most boring idea, uh-huh. uh, which is taking a real person and telling a story about their life, and then they said, let's just film a home videos of a bunch of home videos, except we're gonna film a video of a kid, so we don't know if he's interesting yet, uh-huh. and then we're also just. He also turns out to not be interesting <laughs> by the end of it. Well, they're all actors in that movie, though, aren't they? Like, yeah, it is a fictional story, but, but it is did, filmed over the they, course of a. But they also kind of wrote and dictated the movie as they went along. I think it to, was semi-improv to, 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 oh, okay, to keep okay. in line with with the actual the, the child actor himself. We probably shouldn't get into it too much. Yeah, that's the worst idea. It's not really a a based. It's the worst offender. I mean, I'm all for shitting on Boyhood here because it sucks. (laughs) Yeah, Link later, man. He lost so much respect. You're stretching a little bit with it. I see what you're saying. (laughs) It's not really a based. So, anyways, but but the the point is with this phrase, but it's based on a true story. People let all sorts of things fly that they would never let fly in any other movie. So I was going to see that Hacksaw Ridge movie with a friend of mine. And, and I remember, oh, right, like, she's telling me, oh, I want to see this. And I was like, but, but you don't really like violent movies. Like, I remember she, like, kind of gets upset sometimes about it. And she goes, oh, that's okay if it's really violent, though. It's based on a true story, so that makes see, it that, better. That's weird. I remember when you were first sort of just talking about this, before you even brought it in as a most 
before you're talking about bringing it into a podcast, I remember you saying stuff like this and like, I hadn't had these experiences with people and I thought, ah, what's, what, what the hell is this pervert Mueller talking about? Like, uh, but then like you kind of, I'm sure you're about to get into it. You put out a bit of a, bit of a feeler on Facebook to see how people feel about this. And everyone was saying the sort of things that you're talking about. And I was like, oh, is, this is actually, this, a yeah, it's almost like you're the pervert in your basement all day long and you never interact with real people. Like I may be a pervert, but I'm not as much of a per- pervert as all these anime fans <laughs> So, to me, it, it should be more disturbing if you're watching this war movie that's super gory about a real war that happened more, like yeah. 60 years it's ago. More I think disturbing it's disturbing if it really happens. It's way more disturbing. It's, yeah, like, it's in like the World War. I think, like, like I mean, I love a good horror flick with some weird gore and some awesome action. But like, if I find out like that this movie's like something that's really happening or something, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I feel sick. Well, yeah, now. that like, is weird because it's like when you look at the spectrum of movie violence, there's like super schlocky movie violence, like uh, yeah, De- like Dead Alive, where it's just like super campy and gory, oh. and it's like over the top, and there's they're killing zombies with lawnmowers and it's, it's, it's ridiculous goofy. it's goofy it's ridiculous it's, it has no real like it, grounding to it it doesn't feel like it's supposed to feel real because it doesn't but that yeah and then like the more you get to like r- more real violence even if it's not based on a true story but like yeah stuff like irreversible what we were talking about which has a very very rough scene in it i won't oh, spoil because yeah. it is a good movie and if you're into a rough Don't watch, watch you can watch it. But yeah, but yeah, so it's like, yeah. And then you want an then, argument for why Andy's a pervert, and then, just go to irreversible <laughs> and yeah. the movie love. I see that guy's moving that watching those movies every mm-hmm. week. It's true. I did watch love Two perverted Look, like movies. Said, I'm not against perversion. I'm against anime perversion. It's like extreme perversion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I see what you're saying. Cause it's like, yeah, the more grounded the violence and, and, and whatnot gets, it, it's the rougher watch because it starts to emulate real feelings. So yeah, if it's based on a true story and you really feel like, oh yeah, like this is a thing that you know really happened or, or whatever, it's like, yeah, that should make it worse. That should make it more like harder to watch. Yeah, and so I have a yeah. very... Uh, conser- I'm with you on that. I have a very conservative uncle down south and uh, love the guy to death. But he's totally the type of... I hate per- him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a real piece of crap. Um, no. Um, and... He is the type, he totally would fit a lot of those tropes of like, you know, like don't watch violent movies or movies with this and and stuff, but like would be totally glad to watch some really violent war movie. And I'm like, so wait a second. So it's a problem for me to watch some Quentin Tarantino movie that's just goofy and ridiculous and they just are pouring buckets of fake corn syrup on people and that like that's really disturbing but you're getting entertainment out of watching a bunch of people actually who actually died um, and yeah <laughs> like it's like isn't like like yeah, i agree to, to play devil's advocate here is that not because like because i know like if we yeah we use like quentin tarantino movies as an example like people that generally have a problem with the violence in his movie movies is that it's a glorification of violence which i actually think his movies are a glorification of violence oh they're a glorification of movie violence. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's, sure, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I, I think, I, I mean, I want to make that point, I guess, because it goes along with what I'm saying. There is a clear dichotomy between movie violence and actual violence. Sure. And it's like, the, the idea that, and same with video game violence. Oh, these kids are going to become violent. They're playing all these video games. And it's like, no, they're going to become violent because you're beating them every night. Like, and you're being a bad parent. Like, don't, don't worry about the video games. Like, you're the problem. Um, yeah. So I think that people seem to get those blended and they get it mixed up, which is fine. Like, it might take a bit to realize that. But I, yeah, that I just think it's so weird to be more okay with real violence. I, I like, you should be. I don't know. Like, like media is your moral compass and, uh, and what actually happens and the people who are actually getting hurt. Oh, they don't, 
you know, yeah. we can when watch I, that. When I was a kid, because I liked horror movies and I'm action totally sci-fi and all this. These people, by the way. <laughs> and I, I, and I, for a long time, I found uh, war movies super disturbing hmm. because they were real. And um, I, I was totally cool watching like, yeah, action movies and horror movies as a kid, and watching vampires rip people apart and all that. And then when I'm like. Um, you know, Saving Private Ryan or yeah, just Apocalypse it. Now or something would come on. I it was super disturbing to me as a kid. Yeah, now, as an adult, it's whatever. But I remember that was like really hard for me because I was like, "Holy cow!" All these like, you know, because my grandpa was in the war and it's like it, it, uh, it was really real for me. Yeah, and I find that weird where people would argue the opposite. Like, it's really bizarre to me. Yeah, it's it's okay because it's based on a true story. I think so. I've probably just always been a complete degenerate because I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never been bothered by any of it. So, I, I think in a movie like that, the more real and, and it gets and the close and it actually emulates real emotional feelings watching a movie, I tend to enjoy that, even though mm-hmm. it's like I might be feeling crappy watching a movie. Like, again, irreversible. It's like, yeah. man, you feel like shit watching that movie. But it's like that's emulating a real feeling, which, like, to me for me equates to a better artistic experience. Sure, yeah. yeah. So But I'm a degenerate. So to re to so to reiterate, the a big problem here is that the people are not interesting that they're following their lives. Usually not that interesting. Their personalities aren't that interesting and maybe they did one or two heroic things. They're always some crappy person or they're poor or they're disabled <laughs> or retarded or they're not from America or something that makes them lesser that mm-hmm. the Hollywood is trying to depict them as this well, underdog that well how about this they moment? rise I, over. I think I might have a point of conflict for you because I recently watched a based on a true story movie a new based on a true story movie that I really liked uh, called The Founder starring Michael Keaton and it's it's very like not dramatized and it's just about the story what is what, what has he found uh, wine he's the no 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 he's the guy Your who everything in the, the world guy, he invents electricity he's the guy who basically legally stole McDonald's from the original creators so now and it's, <laughs> and it's a little dry and it's okay. just about following this this guy it's sounding like the right, kind of character you're talking about, but you love McDonald's, so I'm curious to yeah, see you're if bu- you're going to split in two in front of and me. And I love see corporations, you so yeah. you, you got two strikes against <laughs> me. Um, I mean, to me, my immediate thought is that movie... It was great, by the way. That movie sounds like it's about corporate espionage and like a political situation more than it is about that guy. No, it's more about... It's a little bit... Kind of half and half. Okay. It is is, he, is he very clever? Uh, yeah, well, I found it... Because a movie about a clever person I found it fascinating for two reasons of uh, just a... I'm not going to get too into it, but a great performance by Michael Keaton. Oh, um, yeah. And also kind of, yeah, just exploring. It's like what can cause a man to do these sorts of things. Right. It's exp- exploring of the psyche. So, and, and here's another point that I have about people being boring, is that most people who do heroic things are not clever people. They are usually courageous but dumb. So yeah. You're just gonna go off insulting all the war vets, yeah. firefighters, yeah, every, here every every war hero Fuck these is losers. a big idiot. They're um, all just dummies. But like, I I'm happy to see a movie about somebody who's clever. Jordan Belford. That's a he's a kind of he's a mildly clever guy and mm-hmm. uh, and wh- whatnot. So I don't know. Founder sounds like maybe it's interesting. Maybe it's kind of a crappy movie though we'll have to see like i said it's it's i would like like to watch you just squirming watching it while you're you're just loving mcdonald's but you're just like oh this what's this guy i don't care about what this guy does like <laughs> so it's my Mueller impression following along here the movie is not even one single percent better 
because it's based on a true story. Oh, yeah, I it agree makes with it that. Absolutely. not even one iota better than if it wasn't. So you were talking about uh-huh. some Facebook research that we were doing earlier. Yes. So some of some of the replies some that I got. Well, it is for some people. Yeah. Better, <laughs> yeah. No. Crazy. Well, this is exact, and this this is the explanations that I've received. So um, I got about six or seven of them here. Uh-oh. So the immediate reaction that I've gotten from people. Hey, do you want to see this movie? It's based on a true story. It's based on a true story. It must be good. So this is what someone actually... Somebody like, literally said literally this Literally typed me. this out. Okay. Somebody literally said sake. this to me in person. Literally. <laughs> Verbally. <laughs> Metaphorically said <laughs> uh, Or it's more likely to be believable. Mm-hmm. Well, what if it's based on a true story, then what does it matter? Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. Like, like, like any story that's well written will be believable. Sure. Because believability well, is an, is an important part well, of. That's also funny because it just sounds like they're really falling for a tagline. Because yeah, we talk about these horror movies that just use it as a complete yeah. crutch, and like, so you're just putting your your absolute trust into the filmmakers that they stuck like very true to the story. It's it's more likely to be believable because I really trust those. It's Hollywood more directors. likely to be dramatized, and that it yeah. hardly follows the original story yeah, at I all. I think those uh, Hollywood executives are too concerned about historical accuracy. <laughs> like you're, you're putting your, your trust in the wrong I lo- people. I love the idea that like on the other end of this podcast right now, there's like this committee of historians at the like the top of Hollywood. They're like, man, these guys got it all wrong. We're fact checking everything. Like we've got a tight and rigorous thing to make sure these Hollywood horror movies are accurate. Like <laughs> like there's actually this whole system that we've like just missed. Like okay, next is uh, it increases the possibility of it happening to you, so it's more exciting. It increases the possibility? Yeah. So when you go to see Hacksaw Ridge and you see this guy who is a pacifist get into a war, it increases the possibility that you might be in World War II you as well. You might become a pacifist. I feel like they might have phrased what they meant poorly. It doesn't increase the odds of it happening to not, you. No, not the odds, the possibility. So I guess the well, sense... It's it's just, so, it's, so it's opening their eyes to that these kind of things could happen to... Like, yeah, they might be like, realistic. Like a, like I'm just a, trying to understand what yeah. the movie If you're thinking of like a natural disaster movie that was based on a true story, like that's maybe a better example. Yeah, I can't but, wait but for that volcano to erupt and then I have to <laughs> like get away from that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, about people running from an earthquake. Yeah, So and following along with the believable, you know, there's less suspension of disbelief. And it's like, once again... You want to know a really good way? So you're always looking for that tagline. Oh, it's based on a true story. Oh, it's based on a true story. Now I can put my trust in that movie that they will not yeah, they, cause me to suspend my disbelief They so have much. my interest at you know, heart. They, yeah, <laughs> now I can finally see something that's believable that I'll be able to buy into. Hey, moron, why instead of looking for that tag, why don't you just look at the director? Why don't you just find out who mm. made the movie and see if they made good movies and maybe the other movies they make will be good too. <laughs> yeah. It like this tagline is it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. So why don't you look at something that if you care about something being more believable. So um it's more likely to come to a conclusion that's satisfying and not being overly idealistic. I, I see no reason why a based on a true story movie would come to some sort of satisfying conclusion. Is that more likely? Well, a lot of based on a true story movies are heartwarming. Right. The inspirational one. Maybe they're talking specifically about the blind side with that. A lot of them are like that. And that's why I hate them. 
I hate feel good movies. They're the worst. <laughs> I want to yeah. feel. I want to feel bad. I want to feel dirty yeah. after. I want to have the crap kicked out of me. While yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I want to. Yeah, punch the gut. So I had somebody mention kind of the same thing you and I were talking about with anime and girl with the dragon tattoo is is kind of saying. I think that each person lies on... There's two spectrums, right? On the left, you have people who like realistic movies. And on the right, you have people who like more fantastical movies. So Yeah, well, I, well that's actually... I was kind of about to say something like that. I don't know why these people are, are, are so much more geared toward just a real... Like, I'm all over the spectrum. Like, I'll take a more realistic movie. More I'll take a good movie. A more grounded movie if that's what the story calls for. Totally. I mean, I um, like... Uh, Breaking Bad, <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, it's like he gets his like this like really creative, borderline zany stuff like like Mad Max or even I'll throw out a blockbuster that I'm not huge into like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like that movie benefits from being more fantastical. fantastical. So I'm all across the board, which is why I don't quite understand the comment of right. that one person about uh, it being more realistic means they're equating realism to better. Well, that's I, what I could, but, but don't that's, understand. that's, I think there is a bit of validity, like just on the subjectiveness of it all that like, like I like things that are a bit more fantastical. And so what they're saying, what this person is saying is in order to feel really good from a fantasy movie, cause I like, I, they're saying I like realistic movies for a fantasy movie for me to like it. It has to be like twice as good. And then and then I'll like it because That's it weird. has to be the cream of the crop. Be I mean that makes sense. It's like you guys love metal. To like something from another genre, it would have to be really good. Whereas I think you're willing to accept a lot of crap metal when you guys are listening well, to. I don't it know. All the We're time. pretty snobby about our metal. I don't know. I think you're pretty big morons. Um, I mean, when it so comes <laughs> to music, like I don't even I don't even think about it. Like I don't think about whether it's crappy or not. Yeah. It comes to do what it, did I enjoy it or not? Probably same with movies. Is as it well. metal? Okay. <laughs> then the next question. Man, you guys are really killing this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck um, you. I'll bring up metal and the, expect this to not. So your masochism and your perverted album covers. Um, like so I said, you just got to embrace it. I think there, so I think there's a bit of validity <laughs> in saying it's like for me, for a realistic movie to be really good, you know, some boring thing about some guy who has a speech impediment and he's the king. Um, that movie's got to be twice as good for me to really enjoy it as much, right? Like, like you love Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. I love Game of Thrones, right? Like, I like Breaking Bad. And yeah, see, this is where it's like, I, I understand, obviously, you've, you've found a kind of relation to what some of these people are saying, but, like, to me, I'm across the spectrum because, yeah, I, I fucking loved uh, Breaking Bad. But then, yeah, it's like I do really like stuff like Game of Thrones. Whoa, too, because it's like I'm going, it's, you, get, you got two different tones and two different kind of stories. Look like, at Andy. This oh. kind Such of a story, world traveler. The, he just likes everything equally. My point is, it's, like, journey, it's whatever Unbiased. the story calls for. Oh, what a special <laughs> prince this man is. He's been educated all over the but world. But it's what the story calls for. Can you imagine <laughs> if like they tried to do Breaking Bad more fantastical? <laughs> the story awesome. wouldn't work. Yeah, it'd be crazy if like they had this explosion where like this guy's face was melted off, but not the other half of his face. Well, and explosions then, <laughs> can happen. That's not fantastical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, he didn't get exploded by a dragon. Any, I've got more comments, but I'm going to skip them because they're not as interesting. Yeah. So, based on a true st story movies, es funny. especially that tagline, um, is almost a sure indicator that I'm going to watch a piece of garbage or I'm going to watch some Oscar bait movie about imitating people in a wheelchair or something like that. I don't know. So... I really don't want to see one, but here's a few topics that I really don't ever want to see a true story movie about. I never want to see a true story movie about a 9-11 plane being hijacked or the stories of people firefighting 
That's the worst. My favorite movie. Like I never want to. I never want to see um, uh, a movie about people buying a zoo. Um, I I never want to see any based on a true story movie that's about a dog being man's best friend or just a dog in general or some sort of animal that there are a lot of based on a true story movies about a dog. There are many, and there's one in theaters hmm. right now that, is that I what got a dog's in, purposes about. I got in an argument with this girl, and she's telling me she's like, the, the, "Oh, you, why don't you want to see that You're dog?" Always arguing with women. Do you hate women, dude? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I love arguing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and why don't you want to see this movie with Doug? I'm like, it just doesn't sound very interesting. Like, 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 and she's like, oh, it sounds so good. I'm like, but you don't even know anything about it. Like, all you know is it's about a dog. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah, even who directed it. That's not it. anything. Love dogs, man. That's like me just saying yeah. this movie is about a human. You want to go see it? It's like, but like, what's it about? It's about a dog. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean to me? I never want to see a movie about a ship sinking ever. Not. I don't want to see the Titanic sinking. I don't want to see a replica of the Titanic sinking. I don't want to see a ghost ship sinking. Uh, I, <laughs> I never, ever want to see a movie about a murderer who never gets caught. I definitely don't want to see that <laughs> Are movie. Are you thinking about a specific <laughs> David Fincher movie again? <laughs> I, they all sound horrible. I don't... Yeah, this is, this is where you lose me because it's just like... Uh, I mean... Yeah, it's like a lot of those movies you're referencing, I'm not interested in either, but I feel like with the right director and the right tone, those things could be done right. It, it all comes it's all, all comes down to the details. I never want to see a movie about a guy who starts a restaurant. It's, it's like, man, it's like the difference. It's like you can take the same subject matter and, and have it be way more interesting or uninteresting in the hands of the right person. Let's look at... Wolf of Wall Street, and then let's look at Pain and Gain. Both of Ooh. those are both of those are based on a true stories about where your protagonists are kind of horrible people that did horrible things. I mean, Pain and Gain maybe one like is the... directed by a complete <laughs> fucking hack, and one is directed by dude. Uh, don't ever call genius. Martin Scorsese a hack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ever again in my house, or no. you're out of here. I was actually gonna bring in Pain and Gain because whenever that was the one movie, like when I really when I realized what you experienced on Facebook, Muller where you kind of put that calling card out just to see. When I realized that people are like that was when I had several conversations with people telling them that I saw Pain and Gain, and they're all like, oh, man, how'd you like it? It's so good. And I'm like, that movie was garbage. <laughs> I hated every second yeah. of it. And they're all like, but it's based on a true story. And oh, it's weird. They about got Pain you. and Gain. And I'm like, no. I'm telling you, it's the worst phrase oh. ever. It's it's like, it's I, think, just, I think you oh. had a good point there. Oh, it's uh, God works in mysterious ways or... You know, because it, it, it kills the conversation. Yeah, yeah it, it just like, kills oh, it. Well, it's because they're out. Of, they're out of things to say. Because they, they yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I don't like any of the characters. The the movie sucks. Whether the jokes there are is in more, my... to, whether there is more to say about it, this person does not have. Yeah, to say they, they want to end the conversation. They they they're not. Yeah, they're not interested in having one. So yeah. it's like okay. Yeah. Anyway, you're an so idiot. the other type of movie that I definitely don't want to see is a movie based on an event that happened while I was alive and was watching it on the news while it happened. I do not want to see yeah, a movie. Yeah, got a couple of those. <laughs> I do not want yeah. to see a movie about the Boston bomber. Well, fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, that, you frick. It happened like, <laughs> a, like what, a year or two ago? Yeah, like two yeah, years ago. Like, it happened like two years ago. What is this movie going to tell me that I, I watched it happen? I, was, I saw it on the news. 
Yeah. What yeah. the hell I are mean, you making a movie about this for? I'm half with you, <laughs> but the thing is, the point of all movies isn't necessarily just to educate. Like it's, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to defend this movie yeah. too hard. So now we're going to dramatize it, it to make well. it interesting. So now yeah, I have somebody lying directly to my face about an event that I saw happen. I mean, I, I think this movie is a case of that, but you hypothetically could, if, if there was a person involved in this story that was maybe at the heart of it or had an interesting story within the story, maybe, yeah. but I, I don't think this, let, this let movie me, is a case A great of that, example but. of that is that Snowden movie with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is that supposed to be good? Or? No, it sucked. Oh, okay. It was like, yeah, it was, was, say, it was exactly it what you'd expect. It's just kind of boring. I, I kind of liked it. Like I went to saw it because I was inherent. I mean, he's an inherently interesting guy. So it's like, oh yeah, let's see, you know, how did he how did he cover it up? How do he make his exit? What's he been doing in Moscow? Yeah. Like what are his plans? Like are they going to tell us something about, you know, some sort of commentary on how the states is working so that we can understand? And it's like nope, you're just going to watch for 2 hours that he discovers that the government is watching people and then he gets so, upset and then tries to run away. And it's like It's another example of you could have just read the Wikipedia article. You could have just read like no, I already knew more than I had seen in the movie because I was just like just from the news, like Brutal. like yeah, and it, and it's and I think there's a lot to be said there. Like there's a lot of commentary. You got all your 1984 stuff. Like you got oh, your big brother. yeah, you got like you can talk about this, and it's like and it's like him he some guys on the computer, and he's like, oh yeah, dude, look, we can search up and find people on their webcams and find ladies changing <laughs> in their anime. bedrooms. <laughs> we can get all the illegal animes and uh, cream pie puffs four. Um, but yeah, six so, cuties five. Yeah, before it's even released. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and Edward Snowden's so horrified, he <laughs> betrays the government and turn and flies to Moscow because he doesn't. He wants to protect his precious animes pockets, keep their pockets lined, and don't yeah. let them get those early access movies. I am not going to let these people download Butt Sex Cuties Five <laughs> and ruin this company's financials. <laughs> not going to let they're it. They're going to be losing out on dozens of American dollars <laughs> i love my country um yeah and it's like he just finds out they're watching people and it's like dude like you remember when that story broke the, end yeah. of the nsa story broke and everyone's like oh no exactly okay. what we already thought was happening yeah. is happening and it's why you so it's just this movie about him being so surprised and it's it's kind of interesting like i guess his girlfriend finds it hard to cope that he's upset yeah, nobody wants to watch a movie about someone's girlfriend. This though. is what I've been Get saying for the last 40 minutes. Nobody <laughs> wants to watch a movie about this. And once again, I, I think it could... There is interesting subject matter in there. But just, isn't it just a coincidence that all the people using this based on a true story thing, they all happen to be making these crappy movies? Oh, just such a coincidence. So yeah. um, that's what I got here. So are we in agreement that um, it's... So it is used as a crutch, like... Oh, absolutely! So a good movie that's you know maybe based on something that actually happened, and they don't they don't have that line, and you find out later. Those, those are usually good ones. Let, let's let's maybe put, not always. Let's but. put it this way: if you're a serious director, if you got something, you're not pulling out that line. You're sure. never pulling out that line if you got something. You because you already got something else, so you don't need to got that line. Don't need to got it. <laughs> don't need to got it. Yeah, you don't need to use it as a selling point. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't care for it because it's like, yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be used as a crutch, and I just, I don't, I don't appreciate how over, dude, over nobody dramatized cares. these things get. Let's yeah, get on. Cat's why Phillips no, <laughs> sucks, dude. Captain Phillips. I never saw it. It's a pretty good movie, actually. Oh, here we go. Get 
Uh, what's the next? Yeah, <laughs> enough, enough of this. All right, we had a little. Pass me those chips over there. I gotta eat. No, actually, I don't listen to you. Eat yeah, we have we podcast. have missed out on an important thing here. Have we? So <laughs> no. We're, we're, yeah, we're <laughs> last time bricks. I uh, spent a good ten minutes trying to open up these protein, uh, the food sustenance. I don't what think is there's it? protein. Sixteen. Little, little sixteen blocks. Right, to we keep got you from sixteen dying. blocks of compressed sustenance. So I think it's time that we take a, a bite of this. Did you do you have uh, it open this time? Uh, well, I've got I've got the brick right here. Oh. So, so if can... you recall, my work has these survival kits at our desks in our office, and all the kits expired, so we had to order new ones. So uh, everyone, I think, just threw all their old stuff out, and I was like, I gotta, I, I wanna, I'm gonna eat mine. <laughs> I'm, I might not ever have a chance to eat a some gross, yeah, some gross sustenance food ever what is, again. What's supposed to be in these things? It's basically just sawdust? like material, like so you don't die. I think you're supposed to mix it with water, maybe? No, you're not. You're supposed to eat this it. looks awful. Okay, I'm going to eat it. So, you, you eat it, and we'll Let's get your reaction. Oh, his face is, looks bad. Not, not bad. Like, I think there's a little sugar in there. It's like brown okay, I'm gonna try some here. stuff. Let's try it out. It's not awful. Muller will hate it. It's sawdust oh. and sugar. Yeah, it's oh, not that oh, bad. But I like I like bitter foods, so... Yeah, it basically tastes. Oh, no one can hear me. No one can hear Muller. You gotta, you gotta yell. Yeah, you gotta yell. It real basically long. tastes like uh, a little bit of a protein bar mixed, yeah, with sugar and sawdust. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. You could live off of it. You could. What a riveting bit. Yeah, amazing. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we so, finally got to that. So bit. much content today. Just so, so you. Well, listen, we have to. We <laughs> offer some comedy, but we also need to offer people. Well, we also got to eat. So <laughs> we got yeah. to bear with us here. We also we also have to offer people a little peace of mind, so that when World War Z happens and uh, they all have to watch bad movies for the rest of their lives, then so they know the food will not taste so bad. We want to do another one here. We've got an hour and a half here. All right. Oh yeah. So a uh, little interlude here. We're gonna bring back a. You're not supposed to call it an interlude. Very famous segment that started yeah, last week. Taking the internet. It's time for taking the internet by storm. Braden's yes. Gremlin of the Week. All right. So, Andy, last week, last episode, you brought in the three cigarette Gremlin, I think. Yeah, in the bar scene in the first one. Right. So the Gremlin I'm going to discuss today. <coughs> same Let's famous. Let's discuss some Gremlins. The famous bar scene in the first Gremlins movie. My, this is actually my favorite. I'm, I'm Let's doing my first one. So your favorite overall. This is my favorite gremlin overall. Okay. I'm hitting it hard, hitting the ground running. Okay, so in the bar scene, all the gremlins are smoking, drinking, gambling, as you say, overindulging and all yeah. this destructive human behavior, being loud, being obnoxious, all these things that like immediately that's what they think being human yeah, is. My degenerate brothers. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and my, my favorite part is after... It's after the the gambling gremlins, which is hilarious. They're all gambling at the table, yeah. and the striped one's got like his, his little his wife, like, yeah, his wife. <laughs> Let's like, get to the gremlin. His wife, gremlin, which is she's all whored up with her crazy makeup. And uh, after that, it goes to this uh, kind of the back of the bar, and it's kind of quiet, dimly lit. Yeah, dimly lit. And there's this gremlin just sitting there with a. He's got like his fedora, a fedora, and it's kind of tipped tipped forward. He's kind of keeping to himself. Kind of just hiding away. He's got a cigarette, a pack of smokes on his table, yeah. and he's got a drink, like a like a jazz stiff, is playing. Like, yeah, there is, and there's like a, a stiff drink just sitting in front of him, and he's sitting there. He's like be contemplating life, being, yeah. being all introspective, <laughs> and um, contemplating the mistakes he's made. Yeah, you know, in his in his long life, and this uh, other gremlin pops up and starts with with hand puppets and starts mocking him, and he gets 
very uh, annoyed, and I think after like 10 seconds of it, he beats him down. And then the, that gremlin's probably dead or whatever. And then he just goes back to sulking and like smoking. And he just, it's just, he's like, I, he just wants to be alone. Yeah. He wants to think about his life. There's something know. great about like all these degenerate gremlins just wrecking up the bar. And then there's this one lone one. He's all yeah. kind of depressed. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's, who is this gremlin? I don't they know. They don't have names. They're Listen, just there. You they're not idiot. characters in the movie. Listen, they're just this gremlins. is you morons need to learn how to put together a segment. If you're gonna have a gremlin of the week, who is the damn gremlin? They don't have the names. gremlin needs He's a name. Introspective gremlin. Introspective they don't gremlin. Have names. Good. We're not putting them up to vote or anything. It doesn't matter. Well, we need, called, they need names. We called the last one three cigarette gremlin. Yeah, that was three cigarette gremlin. Yeah, so this is introspective gremlin. Because then they have dumb names like three cigarette gremlins. <laughs> it's not a name. It's just the gremlin who's smoking three cigarettes. He's not a character. You don't need to know any of it. Listen, you're banned from the gremlin of the week and we're gonna have names from don't you know in japan that that your gremlin of the week is gonna be the one the the, the prostitute one and the second one you fucking pervert yeah (laughs) don't you know gremlins in japan are just pawns (laughs) (laughs) people go i don't know i saw an anime about uh, 12 year old gremlins and it was pretty good (laughs) i saw an anime about gremlins in your bathroom looking at you while you shower Another riveting installment of Gremlin of the Week. <laughs> of the week. You're now, welcome, world. Thanks to having a freaking name for this Gremlin. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to Gr- Braden's my most hated movie ever of, of the week. week is <laughs> Sadako versus Kayako. Very good. So. We just ramped up the offensiveness in this episode. (laughs) We're getting all the Japanese in this episode. From the movie studio that brought you Chucky versus Leprechaun, Dahmer versus Gacy, and Roe versus Wade comes the ultimate heavyweight bout nobody was asking for from horror franchises that everybody forgot about. In an attempt to squeeze every last yen from the Ringu and Yuan films comes Sadako versus Kayako. The scariest showdown in horror history. What? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that was the, that's the tagline on the poster. <laughs> like this scary, and it's got like j- just like out of context images of each character, and I'll explain who they are. And they're just like all these weird ghost people, and they're just standing there all demented. And yeah, it's Braden, like, by the way, Braden looks like a crippled like I'm, guy. Yeah, right like, now. like his hands guy. are curled into his yeah, that's chest. What they look like, and, and it, his head is cocked to and the it's side. And it's put together like a boxing fight thing. And it's like no, these mm-hmm. are the, just these two horror movie characters that they're going to make fight in a movie. And it's so... Yeah, this is weird. Like, I'm, I'm looking up <laughs> the Wikipedia for this article because I've never fucking heard of this. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, what a weird two characters to cross over and have fight. Like, the chick from The Ring. Like, I know she killed people or whatever, but she wasn't, yeah. like... You don't want to see her fight. No. The, sorry, the chick from The Ring? And... Yeah, this is what this is. The chick okay. from The Ring and the chick from The Grudge. Oh, why fighting. don't they call it that? So it's like well, two, it's like two, in cre- Japanese. two creepy yeah. little girls. Right? Was this some yeah. anime? Or yeah. Are they t- are <laughs> right? Okay, so I'm gonna go over this. Here. So the 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 Ring and the Grudge they started in Japan. Okay, so it's called Ringu and uh, Yuan. Yuan was the Grudge. So anyway, the, there's like two or three movies of each in Japan, and then over here in North America, um, they got they have their own franchises. The The Ring has a th- now a third movie out. Third? I thought it was the second. The third one just came out. How do you? How do you how the Ring 2 rings. came out like two years oh, after the first one. How do you drain one. more out of that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's a one movie concept. There's a reason it's got 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and um, the Grudge franchise, which I never got into, um, that had, I think, just two movies. So, so the I'm going to... 
briefly touch on what the curses are so I can explain how hilarious the setup is for this movie. So, sure. um, Mahler, I, you, you probably know nothing about these movies. Dude, I am. I Mahler's had the seen, worst life of anybody. I've no, never seen the ring. Of the or movies the take place in a bathhouse, so he yeah. never saw them. <laughs> okay, so the ring. Okay, we're gonna. You probably know a bit about this. I would assume. It's I think the that killer video. They get like gonorrhea or something. They see a videotape, Rock. and then the little girl in the videotape kills him. Yeah, roughly. so roughly. Just for our viewers to know. Yes. Thanks for that explanation. Yeah. So okay. Just, so just for the viewers in the ring, you um, there's this cursed videotape. You watch the videotape. It's just a bunch of random, weird, disturbing images. And uh, after you finish the tape, it's like a minute or two long. You get a phone call. You pick up the phone, and it. Does what if you girl. don't pick up the phone? Uh, they I don't. never. There, there are scenes where they don't. What and happens? Then it just goes to voicemail, and they delete it. <laughs> the monsters. Like, just it doesn't matter. It. Yeah, my voicemail doesn't work. Like, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Like, there, there are times where they just unplug it, and like they don't answer. But it. but they still die in seven days. Yeah, they still die in seven days. So the the lady, the girl. I don't think that's very days. fair. Like, if my voicemail's not working and they can't get a hold of me, like the government, like. They're screwed if they can't get a hold of me. I don't think the so. ghosts care about that. They can't, I can't. They don't have to pay my taxes if they if they don't answer. <laughs> ghosts are like you. They don't work. They don't follow yeah, any rules. They you don't have taxes. Do to whatever. Pay They're just bums. <laughs> they don't so follow the rules. Um, yeah. So you get a call, and then seven days later you die. That's basically it. And then they, it's die? established in the ring. You die from the little girl. The little girl comes out of TV and kills you. She spooks comes out, you to death. Comes out of your toilet. Yeah, she. You have a heart attack she and your face gets you all death. weird. She spooks you. I have not seen it in many years, she, but that's her, how I remember. She walks it. up to you and then like her her eye comes out of her hair and you can see her eye and it's like it's all like, weirdo. It's like oh, it's like, she has an eye and then. And then your face turns all weird and you have a heart attack. Spaghetti. Spooked you. Yeah. yeah, it's like spaghetti. <laughs> spooked out you. Of no, you were frightened. <laughs> so the, um, it's established that in order to get rid of the curse, you can uh, make a copy of the videotape, show it to somebody else, and then. You have to make a copy? Yeah, you got to make a copy. What? I know. You have to have a VHS recorder? You do. And this is, oh, yeah. That's, why, that's how it gets so many people. There was a lot of funny <laughs> jokes. You have to go out and buy all these VHS recorders. Yeah, <laughs> this is this so. Back in 2002, thing. this was a little more relevant. I have to mention though, like I think that I would Only not put, slightly. I would not relevant. put this past those v, the VC big VCR to uh, actually make this spirit monster that kills you to sell more VCR recorders. Well, they do. I, I think that's what this new ring movie rings is about. Because like in the trailer, it's wait, about the what? Ghost, it's about the ghost moving. Well, on in to the trailer, a, a digital medium. <laughs> it, it is. It is okay. Because what I think it it's is really hard for her to let go of the VCR and the tape. I love my analog tape. Yeah. I don't want to go. Nobody's no watching the tapes anymore. I haven't yeah, killed anyone. She's years. struggling to catch up with the modern times. It's yeah. like they want me to make a Twitter account. <laughs> they want me. To- yeah, in, like in the trailer, she's coming out of a flat screen TV now, and and there there's a scene she's where they're on out an of a airplane, and all the, all the airplane TVs start turning into the ring video because you know not- somebody was like, oh, but what if you're running from the ring chick? And you hop on an airplane, she can't get you then. So they were like, oh, we got to make a movie. We got to cover that. Well, maybe if they were flying Allegiant Air, there'd be no televisions on there. They don't quite understand that's like, sometimes even if you take the same idea, there's something just not as scary about an airplane television. No. It's, like, <laughs> it's like hanging up someone, on someone <laughs> with a cell phone versus back with like the old. Yeah, where like, you'd bang it. Where you, the handheld phones and you had to place it back on the receiver and slam it. 
it's just not the same. You can't push the button as hard. And yeah, it's <laughs> like can't. there's something about like an, a 10 inch screen, a flat panel, yeah. nice like I heard screen. Not as scary as like some crummy old like two no. television. I heard there was a Kickstarter trying to make that so you could have a. A slam phone with your Just smartphone. Just some loud noise. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's actually good. It's, it's yeah. Well, maybe we'll see if good I can idea. get them in as a sponsor for next episode. Okay, we'll check it out. So, um, that's the ring curse. Okay, and the the funny thing was actually in in the Japanese one, it's not a voice. It's they pick up the phone and it's like this loud. It's a text shriek. message. It's a shriek. <laughs> it's like. Eh! And wait, I started laughing wait, are you saying the Japanese the in, ring? Yeah. So, the so there's a Japanese version of I both of these. Just movies. explained all of this, dude. Nobody was listening. <laughs> you weren't listening. You never listened. Nobody on the other end of this recording was listening. If There's they... not like a million wacky perverted ideas being thrown at Mueller every second. Yeah. So he loses interest quickly. So, okay. So the, like I said, the ring, that's why this is a Japanese movie because these movie franchises started in Japan and then they made the ring and the grudge here in North America. Right. So um, the... In Japan, it's not a it's not a girl's voice. It's like uh, this lo- this loud like shriek, and they they ha- they use it in this new movie I watched, and it's really funny because it sounds like a fax machine. So I was like, man, they have all these VCRs, and now it sounds like they pick up the phone and they're like on a dial tone fax machine, <laughs> and I was and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's all these awesome tube TVs everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the grudge, the curse, and the grudge basically is. And it's 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 really lame. Like the Grudge movie kind of sucked. Like the only good thing about it was Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Well, the, so the Grudge came after Sarah, the what? Ring, correct? The Grudge came out in two thousand four, and the Ring came out in two thousand two. So I'm just curious which came first. Grudge did, or so, no, no, who was no. in them? Because um, I the never Ring came out first. I never saw the Grudge, but Sarah, I always looked at, at it. It, it just looked like it was a ripoff of. It was just clearly capitalizing on the popularity of the Ring, but it looked like a ripoff from. But I never saw it. It, so, it wasn't a ripoff, but like it was clearly inspired by it. Like basically, what happened is. Um, a mom and her kid get like violently murdered in a house mm-hmm. and because it was but it still had like the creepy little girl with hair covering her face that's the part that I felt it's like pretty it's much like... the same thing man like basically I had to get this wait what's Wikipedia. the curse well I, mean, I, I wrote it down because I didn't understand it so no it, it, it don't I have to explain this because it makes it funny when they meet in the movie okay so um, okay so wife and kid brutally murdered in a house uh, anger, anger and sorrow surrounding the murder creates a curse Entering the house or associating with anyone who passes uh, into the house passes a curse onto you. So when you, um, so if you just you go die, around this house, you got so the you curse. enter the house, you're cursed. You, you talk if, to somebody who is in the house, you're cursed. You're cursed. So, so and then when you violently die, the the influence is spread to where you what, die. When, when it, do you violently die? Uh, like this like how? How? this lady or her kid that meows like a cat. It's, mm-hmm. it's like wait this that little, kid wasn't the curse. They're both kind of like no, no. But both, that, I thought that kid was like the curse. He, like I thought he was the him ghost. and the lady. There's two. There's two. Okay, ghosts. they're not cursed. They are the curse. They are oh, sort of. Sorry. And then they go around okay. and they just kill you. Gotcha. It's super. Lame. How do they kill you? Like they, I don't know. You like, find an eyeball in the back of your head while you're showering. You they just pull you off screen. Spooked you. Got you. I got you. Yeah, you never <laughs> see the deaths. It's just off screen. Don't kills. try. Don't try to say you didn't get <laughs> spooked. So, um, <laughs> so in this movie, uh, this, wait, is there a time limit? Like, or do they just kill you? I don't know. Okay. I think it's like a couple days. You got to have a, a, a rule for a time limit. The correct answer is who gives a shit. <laughs> That's right. So in this movie, what they have to do is like, I, and I blame nerds for this because it's like, what would happen? If this does this sound like a great movie, by the way. Like these two this kind of villain. weird forces like fighting each other. Like, why would they do that? I yeah. think it would be funny to see like. It's so stupid. Like the, 
the the cursed lady from the ring sees the cursed lady from the grudge, and they're both out, cursed, and, they and just... goes to sue her for copyright infringement. <laughs> and that's, that's just like a court document. Like, like I don't, yeah, yeah, they're just in court testifying against <laughs> yeah. each other. It's such yeah. a weird idea. It's like Dressed saying a creepy and weird like they normally are. It's like make a mo- making a movie that's like. Uh, Sauron versus Batman. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What type of motivations would they have to like ever want yeah. to interact? Or yeah, what are their motivations? So for one God versus okay. Hercules. So well, I guess that makes more sense. Um, the actual God. What happens? And like, it's basically they have to divide the movie into like two segments. And it's like there's the, there's these two schoolgirls. They go to university and they they have this professor who's like an urban legend. Teaches Wait, this urban legend. You have twelve class. year old schoolgirls going to university yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Whew. And um, they so they get caught Don't up get with excited, the video. Mahler. I yeah, can see you're kind of fritzing in your seat you're there, a little pervert. So they get they get caught up with the ring. And then there's a separate like really boring story. <laughs> My about girlfriend's in university. It's. Okay. <laughs> so there's uh the other story is about right. the grudge and like this girl she moves across the street from the cursed house mm-hmm. and her story is like she sees these boys go in there and not come out and like she i think she goes in to look for them and she's cursed now like i don't even they barely show her like it was really weird they basically focus on the uh, on the ring side of it these two girls watch this tape and it's funny their teachers so they they're like yeah we found the actual ring tape because he talked about it in the class he's like oh you gotta show me they're like are you sure he's like yeah i gotta see it like he wants to be cursed because he wants to meet the ghost like he's like mm-hmm. ready to die oh, okay that's he wants cool. to, yeah he's, he was actually the only cool character this, in the whole movie oh, he's, uh, like, he's like, yeah, this be sounding cooler every he's second a, he's a ghost pervert yeah he's totally a, he's so ghost anyway um he wants to of, see girls on the tape so <laughs> so a bunch of stuff happens um one of the girls survives all this but dumb stuff and she comes in contact with like this uh spirit medium guy some expert dude and he is like she he, she's like oh he's like yeah you can't get uncursed you can, there's no way he's like but there's this other curse and i know a girl so anyway they all they all kind of meet up and he's like here's what's gonna happen we're gonna bring the girl who's got the grudge curse she's gonna watch the ring tape in the house yeah <laughs> this then, is awesome <laughs> and then you're gonna enter the house while she's watching it both of you are gonna be cursed, and mm-hmm. both the mo- they'll both have to fight over you. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. this movie sounds awesome. I don't know why you're bringing this in as your most hated it movie was, ever. It was horrible. So okay, so the the title of the movie is Sadako versus Kayako. How much screen time do you think they get? Like, what did Godzilla get? Okay, so this is going to be a case of the movies falls around a bunch of like like a boring like twenty yeah. something. It's a one hundred minute movie. At what point in the movie do you think this happened? They actually uh, definitely past the hour. Pa- yeah, definitely maybe 85, yeah. so 80, 80, 80, 85 minutes. Eighty five minutes. Eighty five minutes is when they meet. I'm telling you right now. We should like <laughs> okay. make some sort of yeah. matrix. I was about of to say an hour and twenty minutes, so we, I would have been off. By we five. should yeah. we should make like a monster movie matrix that tells you when the monster actually shows up in each movie. Did you just fast forward to that? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, they fight and the fighting's lame. It's like the ring chick. The ring chick shows up and she like throws the cat kid away or something. I don't even remember. And then oh, but then Grudge Girl comes out and she they, jumps like, on her and like fight. Yeah, the, well, kind of. She like the takes movie? the ring chick and like. Shoves her face into the ground, and then they both go off screen, and you just hear them fighting in another room while the two boring characters are like, oh, what are we gonna do? 
And then they, and then all of a sudden, Grudge Chick. Now the tables turn, and she's crawling out of the room, and she's got the ring chick's hair all over her. You see, if it wasn't like, if it wasn't for what you just said about the the hour and twenty minutes of twenty five minutes, whatever, of following around a bunch of boring protagonists, yeah. I might be. This is such a dumb idea that I would be all about this. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe this is so bad. Like, uh, maybe like half the movie is just like these stupid. Yeah, I was hoping it would be entertaining at least. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's like five six seven minutes of that and then they go outside to this well of course it's a well the ring and um it's determined that somebody's got to die in order to get out of this mm-hmm. so this girl stands on the well and grudge and ring chick they start running at each other like because they're they want the girl and she jumps into the well and they both hit each other and like there's just like this explosion and the one the, the guy that's helping them he like flies back he's like dead <laughs> and uh, oh, good. And then the chick falls in the well, and she's like, she survives to fall in the well. She's looking up, and the two have combined, and it's like a you know, Resident Evil boss now. It's like <laughs> this giant it's big ball, eyeball. like yeah, there's a huge eyeball on it, and like it's like this giant <laughs> ball like of like Evil. flesh and like limbs, and it like kind of meanders its way down into the well, and like there's this big like explosion or whatever, and then all of a sudden, the ring girl climbs out of it. But it so it was the girl who was in the well. But now she looks like the ring, but she makes the noises of the grudge chick. So it's like they've all combined into one body. <laughs> and then she just walks all weird to like the one girl who survived. And then the movie ends. I was like, oh, so <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> like I said, this sounds so, so fantastically dumb that it could have been great. It could have been great. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it was they like. They just needed more of them. Half the movie should have been like just those two doing stupid stuff. 80% of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, should have been them trying to just foil them and get them to meet somehow. Like yeah. they're they're sending them on blind dates on a scavenger hunt. They're <laughs> you know make. Uh, I'm under an office of post. Where am I? <laughs> and then they yeah. go to meet and they're and then, and then oh it's you. It's like they didn't know. Well, to try to try and maybe Could give some movie. some movie this movie a little bit of credit here. Like so I want to ask you a few questions. So yeah. how, you said there were what three ring movies? There's going to be three. The third one's out now. And 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 how many grudge movies were there? Uh, okay, so if we're talking just North America. Well, I mean like okay. nine hundred. In, in, in Japan, there's three. There's three of each, I believe. Okay, so it's like if and this you, is a Japanese movie. If you movie. combine the two, there's like whatever five or six of them in, sure. in total. Yeah, which I got to say, they're following the formula because they got past like they they, <laughs> they, they they they. I'm guessing they skip big city and go into space, but they're at the yeah. fifth one now, and now it's the dumb crossover. They yeah. nailed it. Yeah, yeah they, I like, guess they did. Yeah, in terms of an idea, yeah, it's like they were right online. Yeah. They, they weren't fighting Predator, but they were right online <laughs> no. and, and having no. this the stupid, unnecessary crossover. So yeah, they, I'll give them, give them a, a subtle nod for that one. <laughs> yeah, so versus movies. I don't know. What you, how do you guys feel about versus movies? Like, are they, I think do it, they ever work? Or they, I don't, they seem stupid. I've never stupid. seen one that has ever worked, but I'm all for the idea like, because it's such a stupid, hammy idea. It's <laughs> just yeah. like, I'm all for it, but I don't know if I've ever seen one that has worked. Like, the only one I've heard of that sounds like, that sounds cool is like uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. That's a great yeah. idea. That sounds lame. No, both boring. I know there's a lot. No, of, that was like a there is a lot of talk about there oh. being uh, with the new Godzilla, the new American Godzilla, yeah. and Pacific Rim. There's talk of a crossover. I don't know where it is because I don't. Oh. I don't know. Doesn't Pacific I don't know Rim already have like Godzilla type? I don't know. I, I haven't followed it because it's. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess it does have those kind of monsters, but it does well, have Godzilla. But it's not yeah. named Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is Godzilla? Is What does he have, like, a bunch of political opinions they want to make sure they can shoe in? Yeah, like, he's got I, nothing to add. He's I, just name is Godzilla. Two ideas, those two ideas work too well together. You don't want to see Godzilla versus Pacific Rim because it's just Pacific yeah. Rim. Yeah, so it's just yeah. Pacific Rim. Versus Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think yeah, that I, the, I thought this ring versus the Gretsch thing sounded great. Like, I think that's a hilarious concept. It's a hilarious What about, idea, like, Freddy the... versus Jason? Is that good? It's not. I don't. I saw it. Funny idea. Next to nothing about it's, it. It's almost more of a comedy. I also remember it had a lame ending where they both won. Dumb. Yeah, they Fuck both kind of win, and they both. That's how they oh, always are. Right? They no, that's, that's the problem. That is it. a lame thing about them. It's like you want to, you want to, you want the audience to be going into it basically taking bets. It's oh wait, part of the there fun. was that critically acclaimed movie that came out a bit ago. Uh, it was really good. Uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Remember that one? That one was really good. But yeah, that is the thing is like is because um, each movie is like they're sharing the spotlight. So it's like you can't kill one off in that in that in the shared movie, right? Like if something significant happens, it has to happen in their own movie. It can't happen in a you know a stupid versus movie. Uh, so, so like a, they always, regardless of who versus who, they always live. Yeah, they like, should stop using these very very important beloved characters like the Ring Girl. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be able to kill them off if they use the less important one. <laughs> just make them all. Just, just cut the, cut it down. Just make them always fight Predator because there's lots of Predators, so you can kill them off and have them another. Ah, yeah, like yeah. you can. You can the have, Ring Girl you can versus the Predator. Ring girl that sounds Predator, and then, and then the Ring Girl wins, yeah. the, and then you can later have Batman. The Predator versus is predator. getting bored of skinning people alive, so he throws on a VHS tape. And, oh, it's the Ring VHS tape now. Now she's coming for him. I'm still holding up for Gremlins versus Predator. <laughs> he just wouldn't know what to do, Predator. Oh, he would have no idea. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, be he'd, awesome. he'd love him. <laughs> he probably uh, he. So Predator versus the Gremlins is he's trying to enslave them. He doesn't want to kill them. No, but he's they they hunt for sport. They're not trying to yeah. enslave him. But then they trick him into watching the ring video. <laughs> and then she yeah. There we go. Maybe the gremlins like turn him into like a degenerate like like they are. Yeah. And then you have Predator going around getting yeah. drunk at bars. <laughs> oh maybe maybe Predator is not supposed to eat after midnight too and like <laughs> Get on it, Hollywood. Don't get water <laughs> on him. You can <laughs> Well he's already been he's already been wet, so we can't only been wet with alien blood. True. Acid. Acid's That's not true. water. Anyway, cool. yeah. Nice. Everything that uh, that all you got for uh, your that's all I feel like talking about it, it here could could have been good and it it's not. Oh good. my gosh, I forgot to ask about our alternative movie poster slogans for these. <laughs> that nobody ever has prepped. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever preps. <laughs> well, yeah. mine was going to be not based on a true story. That's, <laughs> that's what you should just put yeah. on all your movies now. Just put the poster. Just put not based on a true story. No, nah, it's all right. Even if you don't have anything funny, let's. Uh, My let's slogan was kind of in, because the slogan, the original slogan is the scariest showdown in horror history. I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> right. uh, I didn't pay enough attention to the movie. Okay, let's get slogan. Of it, so. Let's go yeah. watch the new Resident Evil movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, have a good night, guys. Later, fuckos. Later, dogs. Later, dogs.